Hello and welcome to the Melomancy Podcast. In today's episode, we are going to talk about how in a cruel twist of fate, Overwatch 2 has become the new Battleborn. My name is Dylan. My name is Victim. <laughs> and this episode is 100% canon because my name is Sarge. That's right. <laughs> and <laughs> so That's such a true fucking comment, joke, whatever you want to call it. I, I can't even call it a joke. It's just a fact that sucks so fucking much. Dude. I I can't believe Anyways. how bad it is. So so for context, Overwatch two, they had like some sort of like, uh, stream Twitch drops thing where you watch some yeah. some streamers with a beta key play, and then you get your own beta key, I think, or some other reward. And um, so viewership was like booming when it was announced because oh my god, Overwatch two, everyone loves Overwatch, or they used to. And Overwatch 2 is, like, more of that. And then, uh, like, what? What did it drop? It dropped by 90-something percent. 99%. They almost lost everything. Because all the big streamers are like, this is literally just Overwatch again. And yeah. people did side-by-side comparisons. It Like, nothing has changed. It's literally Overwatch. It's like a new Madden game. It's like, what did you change? Nothing. Don't it's sue us. It's so weird. Why would they push No, that, no, man? hold on, hold on. They did change some things in their defense. It's still the same fucking game. Okay, don't get me wrong. I tried it, and I was like, dude, I fucking hate Overwatch. Why am I playing this? But they added a character. Okay, so that's a patch in the Overwatch. Um, but a new they, game? Did they, just do reworked, that? they reworked a few champions, right? So some of the champions are now uh, completely different playstyle-wise, specifically Orisa, who I really enjoyed. But now she's like way different, arguably good. And they made some of the champions, I think it's some, and not just one. Uh, they changed his role, their roles. I so, don't even remember all their names. <laughs> oh, sorry, uh, not. So uh, the, I could probably me, try like, to rattle them off, but I know I'm I'm mostly clowning, right? I don't actually know the difference. I'm sure you're right, Sarge. But like, it's just funny to make fun of. Them. It's it, not it, enough of a change. I, I like no, no, it is. Aside, I, it yeah, is like, Big patch at best. At best, yeah. yeah. It feels like they took the Overwatch. They they took patches incoming for Overwatch One, withheld them, uh, put out a new box. They slapped a sticker on it that says, "Under new management, no female employees new. were sexually assaulted in the creation of this title." <laughs> and they're like, "Please I mean, buy they it." Better slap the sticker like that on it. I know, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> they they lost all the people at the company that were like good for Overwatch. Uh-huh. like a while ago like long ago my name's um, jeff yeah so it's just like it was inevitable yeah. I, I nobody should be surprised that any blizzard game releases shitty right now or or, or even for the past 10 years realistically but even specifically now it's like diablo 4 don't get your hopes up it's gonna suck and you know what going in with that attitude might make it be at least a little bit better <laughs> in the grand scheme of things but people are hyped to shit and it's gonna crash and burn and that's that's just the sad story it's a true shame man it's a true shame so let me just take a quick segue before we dive into our topics today yeah. to talk about some stuff i did so uh, for those listening at home uh to the recording um you know in at least one previous episode probably the last one uh maybe uh i definitely talked about podcasting 2.0 and all the cool stuff happening there right so I want to explain it from the top one more time just because I think it's important context, right? So podcasting 2.0, it's this, like, collection of ideas, a new specification because RSS has not changed in, like, 
since 2009, right? Um, that's like the last time RSS, like the standard was updated and RSS is how podcasts are delivered or yeah. how they should be. Right. Um, there are corporate entities like YouTube and Spotify and iTunes. And what they want is they want to gatekeep podcasting. They want everyone who wants to make a living in podcasting or wants to have significant reach in podcasting to have to subscribe to their platforms, which makes them subject to their rules. Right. And it makes them money. It makes them money. <laughs> that too. And it's bad for yeah. the podcasters, right? Like I don't want to be like there's a reason there's a reason why people on YouTube have to have ten minute long videos and five ad spots, right? It's super annoying, right? And you know, here at the Melomancy Podcast, uh, I pride our show on having absolutely no sponsors. Not because I can't get sponsors, because I one, haven't tried, and two, I don't want them to tell me um what to say. Um and so with podcasting 2.0, there's a lot of, of really positive things going on here. For one, um, it basically expands uh, the tagging in the RSS like podcasting namespace. Uh, so imagine you're editing your RSS feed manually, which is not something I currently do today, right? But in the future, I might. Um, with podcasting 2.0, like you can have a tag for where your transcriptions are. Uh, where your chapters are, right? Who are the people hosting the show? Like that could all be part of the feed, right? And then a modern podcasting app. And what what's the fucking website Adam Curry made? Was it modernpodcastapps.com or some shit? Or you just go to Podcast Index and find it yourself. But like modern podcast. Oh, I'm echoing. I try not to echo. That's weird. That might have been me. I might have turned my gain up too high. Sorry. Yeah, uh, no worries. So uh, the point is, is that... um. You know, modern podcasting apps know how to read these tags. Uh, iTunes just drops them because it doesn't speak this language, right? But, like, you can have an RSS feed that iTunes can understand and that has all this extra bullshit in it. So that way, when you're using a modern podcasting app, you get all the features, which includes, like, a donate button. Imagine the podcast app has a big dollar sign button for whatever your donate page is. Maybe it's melomancy.net slash donate. Maybe it's, um, I don't know, rule34.xxx slash victim130. I don't know. Um, oh, hi, Rick. Oh, hello. <laughs> I was just talking about Victim's career on Rule 34 website. No, I'm kidding. Um, oh, so well. With, pod <laughs> <laughs> with podcasting 2.0, real quick, let me finish the spot. So with podcasting 2.0, that, <laughs> um, that popular, yeah. Victim does not have to take his clothes off because you could just send us Satoshis. A Satoshi is a hundred thousandth of a Bitcoin. And the, these modern podcasting apps, like you, you just load up a bunch of Satoshis, which they make very easy to buy. It's like buying fucking coins in Webtoon if you ever use Webtoon, right? Oh, okay. same fucking idea, except back probably crypto. same deal. Like, and this is a cringier topic to go yeah. towards, but it's something that I, I have a little bit of experience with, right? Um, is the DeviantArt points or like DeviantArt points? Works very similar, yeah. yeah. Look, what we're really saying is give us cryptocurrency so we can spend it on stupid crypto gambling sites. No, we are. Fuel, I'm, I'm gonna, fuel <laughs> our gambling addiction. You me. don't know we all have them, but we do. I'm going to use it to add more uh, Can... <laughs> LEDs to my background. Send me I'll some Satoshis it. and Victim's shirt stays on. That's the threat. Yep. <laughs> you don't want to see what's under here. I haven't worked out <laughs> since like 2018. But it's really cool. Get yourself a modern podcasting app. Lately, I've been using Fountain FM. Uh, maybe if you've watched the brand account on Twitter, you've probably seen I made a couple posts. Um, it's a nice little app that makes what I just talked about super easy to do. And it has like an in-app like clipping feature, which allows you to make clips of your podcasts that you like. And then you can be tipped in Satoshi's for your clipping, right? 
So if you want to go make a bunch of clips for the Melomancy podcast, I will happily adjust the splits to uh, send some of those Satoshis your way for the labor of having clipped my show because <laughs> I don't have time to do it myself. Um, it's a cool system. Another thing I want to bring up is value. Bad, for- kill you. One more thing, Sarge. So one more thing to bring up is value for value, like uh, streaming. So the, the guys that made podcasting 2.0, one of the, th- the ideas they had is that you have all these centralized platforms like Instagram and fucking Facebook, right? Where your likes, your followers, and your friends, the numbers, those all mean something. They have value. It brings value to your account. That's why people fake it, right? And that's how advertisers yeah. value your reach and your brand deal, right? And so if you really like a show um, and you're in it for, you're in it for the long haul – uh, and you have a bunch of Satoshis on your account because you, you spent some money and you, you have them just tucked away in your wallet. Um, while you're listening to your favorite podcast, maybe it's the Melomancy podcast, you can click the little lightning bolt icon in Fountain FM and you can say, hey, uh, like 10 Satoshis a minute. And then you listen to 30 minutes of our show and you send us, you know, however many. I can't do math. I have a degree in computer science, but I can't do that in my head. <laughs> kidding me? Uh, but like. You could stream Satoshis over, you know, a factor of minutes um, to your favorite podcast app just to support them without, like, boosting. And then boosting is kind of like a super chat on YouTube, right? And in the Fountain app, okay. if you send me a super chat, like, I can read it. Um, I've only just set it up, so I'm not going to, like, keep the app in front of me on this episode. But in the future, um, if we get rich and famous, uh, I, you know, I'll, I'll start reading off the boosts on the show. Um you know, and uh, no, this is none of this obligatory. Like, uh, we could have like zero viewers. I would still make the show. I really like the idea of venting all of my nerd rage frustrations into the microphone twice a week. I'm sure you all do too. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean it's all right. Chokes on you. This is our therapy session. <laughs> I have no idea how to use the app, but it's up in front of me. Yeah, like yeah, I, I, I meant to open it before the before we recorded. Yeah, but, okay. uh, you had to sleep, but like shit's been messy for me scheduling wise it's all good man so like for example sarge has the app i've followed him he's followed me if he makes a clip of my show or maybe another podcast he likes um i could you know go listen to that clip it'll be in my little feed of like hey you follow this guy he made a clip you want to listen to it and i can and then like i could if i like it i could send him some satoshi it's it's like you know tipping with a really tiny currency is supposed to be encouraged because it's like tokens at a fucking arcade right because like like one dollar is like fucking what a thousand two thousand fucking satoshis like so you're gonna have thousands of these fuckers you're gonna send like oh ten to you five to you i'll give you 30 a minute because i like your show and you just have like a big bank full of them right and like you know the power the value of bitcoin wildly fluctuates and appears to have a you know a constant upward trend when you zoom out far enough so it's like yeah i mean that shit will add up, and I'll appreciate every last cent uh, sent to me. And if Victim and uh, Rick will sign up for uh, a Lightning Wallet, I will happily split using the app because it's easy. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do that here probably after the after the podcast maybe. Yeah, so- I retract my statement about a gambling habit. Send us your Satoshi <laughs> so we can buy fucking plastic vampire teeth. Yeah. Fucking what? Yeah. He what said does that have to arcade. do with the price of butter? He said it was like an arcade. We need tickets to buy plastic vampire teeth and mustache combs. Mm-hmm. Come on, hook us up. There's this arcade um, <laughs> where I live, and I'm, I, I, I need to remember to call them because um, I want to have my son's birthday there. It's uh, coming up. He's turning uh. five. Can you believe that? I'm so fucking old. <laughs> yeah, how the son is turning fight five. You. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you're so old. He can talk and stuff. <laughs> 
Yeah, don't worry, Dylan. We were there when he was born. It makes us feel old, too. Yeah, fair. Dude, the other day, he jumped off the trampoline. He looked at me, and he, he dead-ass said, Hey, Dad, I didn't take any fall damage. Fuck yeah, dude. God damn it. <laughs> the only way that's better is if he hey, did the earlier while that in the cheap pose to assert his dominance upon you. I, I know. And you know what? I, I'm for it. It's like, it's okay now. He'll unlearn these habits later. Wait, um, ki kids are allowed to be cringe. It's just the law of the just, land. It's part the earlier they have quick. it, the better. Because it's That's a, it's a passing thing. Um, since your kid didn't take any fall damage, I believe now is the time to be like, oh yeah, you didn't take any fall damage? Open up YouTube and find TW Ice episodes and be like, you want to see no fall damage, son? Is that that video you sent me on the in the podcast channel? No, T.W. Ice? I don't know what you're talking about. I remember T.W. That's our show, right? Yeah. What's the ice part? That that was like the the Monday Night Raw. Oh, I know? don't remember that. I, I just remember yeah. it being called T.W. So me, me and Sarge, when we were young and stupid, um, I, I'm still when? stupid, but when we were young. <laughs> young and stupider. Stupider than I am now. I'm still stupid. Uh, when we were young, we did backyard wrestling and we recorded it and put it on YouTube on a camcorder that used tape. Um, I didn't know how any Beautiful. of that shit worked. We had a friend that had a camcorder, and he just he knew how to do it. And a trampoline. It was a trampoline for the ring, and we frequently got, used the ladder to get on the roof of the house, and we would jump off the roof of the house onto the trampoline and, like, suplex people. And um, I think my favorite episode, uh, we weren't even in the ring. You and I were just uh, – I, I was doing the camera work because I had the steadiest hand. Um, so I, I was, like, constantly recording. I was, like, dedicated cameraman half the time. Um, and then I remember you were next to me and you found like some like metal like rhubarb thing uh, on the ground and you picked it up and you like you put it on your shoulders because it kind of looked like a cannon. Right. But made of like wire. And um, we're trying to like commentate like we're fucking, you know, Jerry the King Lawler and the other guy uh, <laughs> from WWE. How but, like, do you know Jerry the King Lawler, but not Jr. It was. Oh, I the thought they were the same guy. Sorry. I forgot. In, like the world. So, you know, Anyways. we were doing our, our, our Jerry the King Lawler and JR skit, but you were some, you know, mysterious wrestler who never debuted, who had a cannon on his chest. And I was just the referee or the sometimes referee, sometimes cameraman. And like, we keep making jokes about the camera on your chest. And I like, I pan the camera over to you and you just have a cannon on your chest. You're like, yeah. And then the, I don't even remember his name anymore. I think his name was like Taylor or something. The guy that owned the camera, right? Yeah, Taylor. He looked over. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Record the game. Like, Record the show. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, okay. <laughs> like, it was funny. Like, and I was. My was, best. Yeah. My favorite episode of it wasn't even an episode. It's when we were showing a friend to like try to get him into it to, you know, bring more faces. And the thing that you used as your finish for so long and had all the practice in the world and then you uh fucking busted my nose oh i did yeah did i break it and that, no oh. but it bled for so long <laughs> and it was like dude how do you fucking screw this up you've done it a hundred times at this point i know so we were young and stupid and we didn't know anything about backyard wrestling but victim uh there were some people that didn't know much about boxing or maybe they did uh, what? Uh, oh, I yes. want you to talk about. I didn't see it. The Creator Clash happened. So I didn't watch it. You bought the pay per view. You saw it yeah. live. Sarge saw the clips after the fact. I am unspoiled. It, it was, Did it Eagle was a Raptor really weird... lose? 
Okay, it depends on how how far into spoiler territory do you want me to go here. Uh, did Eagle Raptor lose? Yes. Thank God. I, but okay. he, that was obvious, though. <laughs> Harley is way bigger of a dude, and he is way more trained. The fact I that he got in the ring and fought him is pretty fucking... I, I think one thing that you definitely have to have going in is don't let your preconceived notions... Like A lot, a lot of people don't like iDubs for like many different reasons across the board. Some of them are, you know, cringy Twitter shit. Some of it's uh, him going back on his word on some things, you know, it, whatever. But the event itself, like leaving a lot of that behind, um, like for all the, even all the boxers and stuff, they, um, they really trained and they really fucking fought. They, they drew blood. They hit each other. It wasn't fake. It was real. And that instantly makes it better than a lot of these sanctioned fights that have come out recently. Instantly. Yeah, that's funny. It, it, it was instantly one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen because of that. I liked it because um, I liked the idea. I'd like to point because... out that yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you're talking sanctioned fights as like the YouTuber fights, none of them are sanctioned. Or well, well I, I, I meant I meant like they're the other organized yeah. they're put together. Yeah. So yeah, uh, he's saying, talking sorry, about the I, other I, ones like the, the Logan Paul the, one where yeah, it yeah, was yeah. fake and you or know everyone even, just even the up for um money. yeah the fucking Mike Tyson one even like yeah. a, a lot of like these these you know considered pinnacles of the sport are like Floyd Mayweather and whatever are willing to get in and just get a bunch of money, which is fine. I can't blame them for wanting the money. But yeah, they get big. I'm also going to call it. them out that it looks fake as shit. And I, as a as a fan of the fighting, I have been yeah. my entire life. I don't want to watch that. That's, it, can you imagine yeah. paying hundreds of dollars for a ticket, and it's just a fucking single match where a dude fucking throws? Yeah. No, and not <laughs> even his hands. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> throws the wrong thing. But but in that there there was a lot of people that like legitimately surprised me like uh, yeah. the iDubs and Doctor Mike thing I didn't know Doctor Mike boxed at all well, but apparently he has like a lot to be of fair training. that's uh, it wasn't true uh, so today an interview came out with him and Philip DeFranco and huh. he actually he's been trying to walk it back apparently he said something and they misinterpreted what he meant. He said 10 years ago he used to box. He hasn't boxed in 10 years. Oh, so he had well, experience, I mean, but it wasn't yeah. it wasn't as it much as everyone thought. 10 years of boxing. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of people were like, oh fuck, Ian's gonna die. <laughs> He's but, gonna oh, get yeah, fucking yeah. obliterated. Uh, but like and he for, didn't. it was really good. just like cardio or something, like you know, yeah. punch in the bag. It, I, it was, I totally it was get therapy it. for him because when his mom died, right? Yeah, it was it was a solid fight. Um, the one fight that I personally thought was just absurdly good was Michael Reeves and whoever that other human being uh, was. Graham Stephan. They're they're both no. filthy rich nerds. Yeah, got in the ring and fought each other for no uh, money. As hell as fucking, a giant, yeah, man, it was so yeah. good. As a giant Michael Reeves fan, just because of the Who's absurd content this kid makes. Um, what kind of content does he make? I have never heard of him. He's a roboticist. He's a backyard roboticist. dumbest robots himself. you've ever seen in your life. He made this, so for context, he made a video where the entire context is he wanted to teach a bunch of drones how to kill humans. <laughs> so like whenever, they would see, whenever they would see a humanoid shape, I think it was, or something akin to that, they would immediately activate and fly straight towards them. That was nice. this whole, uh, the whole purpose of his fucking video. He also made an electrified ground 
like rug. <laughs> um, yep. he took he got a Boston Dynamics dog when he went to offline TV, and like he somehow got he all those super rich people thing. to yeah to buy in with him. So like all of Just offline TV has a share in a Boston Dynamics Robo dog, and his first thought was fuck it let's teach it to piss beer and he locked the keg onto it and he set it up to find a red solo cup sitting there track it and then fill the cup by pissing so, beer I'd like and to then point they have out, a party um, i'd like to point out that at most modern universities uh, that teach computer science such as the university of washington where i graduated uh computer ethics is a required course <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you get the backyard robotics. Uh, I'm pretty this. sure he uh, dropped out of college and self-taught himself all of this. Yeah, that's so, yeah. This is where the first angry AI is going to be made, and it's going to want to kill us all. Like, yeah. you made me piss. Yeah, I mean, well deserve it. Probably. He's only, he's also learning coding by the like the seat of his pants, man. That's that's just how it be, man. Like uh, right now, I'm in an SRE position that stands for Site Reliability Engineer. It's a standard title that many companies use, right? Um, I was an incident manager before. I'm an SRE now, and like, I didn't even like learn like Python until I got the job. Like, I'm just like learning it as I go, and like everyone like loves me for it. It's like, wow, you you could do anything I ask you to because you just teach yourself what is required to do the thing and then you do it in a reasonable amount of time. It's like, yeah, it's just, it's my norm, I guess. Yes. I don't use GitHub yeah. at all. I, I think that's probably one of the reasons why GitHub? coding. Yeah. yeah. Did you yeah. say Pornhub? Get. GitHub. <laughs> it sounded like yeah, no. something else for a minute there. I, I think that's one of the reasons why I'll probably never be able to learn coding is that the, my ability to process information is so slow compared to the average human. That trying to learn something on the fly could take me months, mm -hmm. and that's pretty pretty yuck. Which sucks because if I could learn to code, man, all my problems would be fucking solved. You could, you could <laughs> chase your dreams, man. Like I could. Anyway, uh, Michael looked like he found a new hobby. Like he looked Who's like Michael? a. Please tell Michael me. Reeves. Michael Reeves, and who? What does yes. he do? That's a robotics guy. We just that... went over this. I thought that was <laughs> another guy. Sorry. No, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I've had he, a lot of vanilla yeah, coke. Yeah, no. He, <laughs> he was doing oh, a lot God. of like weaving. I, I think the thing I still got a little Dude, bit. He looked he looked like he actually was the only one that like seriously trained. Like everybody else obviously had some training, but it looks like he was like, no, fuck this. I'm going into a fight. I'm in this gym five days a week type deal. Like he looked like yeah. he found a new hobby. So I'm out of like, oh, hitting this bag makes me feel good. Damn it. Yeah, yeah. He legitimately he's also, you know, kind of uh he his jokes a lot of the time are like kill the turtles, kill people with my bare hands. So it makes sense. I oh, guess. now he can't kill people with his bare hands. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he um dude, he took a punch too. in the face and you saw a switch in him. Yeah. He took one jab and it was like Oh, I get a punch. Oh, yeah, like the power. It was like some fucking Dragon Ball Z shit. Like activated his rage mode from, you know, insert action RPG here, like fucking yeah. Metal Gear yeah. Rising or some shit or fucking limit yeah. break achieved. Let's go, you yeah, know. Devil trigger. Now you're dead. But like <laughs> There's two there was two parts about it all that was really funny to me though. His his girlfriend, uh Lily Pichu for anyone who knows. Um I've heard like of old her. old old school league Okay. Uh, content creator and that voice actor and whatever but anyway she um 
fucking like everything up to the fight. She was terrified. Like just just utter fucking terror. She was afraid he was gonna get beat up or afraid that he was gonna beat the shit out of the other guy. One or the other. I think um, he could have. So I, I I definitely think much like uh the odd ones out fight where the odd, odd ones, ones out, out fight. Yeah, yeah, he fought. Oh uh, I did a thing. The he did pretty good. Showing guy being, that makes random being shit. Being a cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he 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 got like obliterated. But I think he lasted Absolutely. a lot longer than I expected. Seeing who he's matched against. The other yeah. guy looked like he fucking trained with kangaroos. Okay, he's Australian. Dude, I did a thing. Guy. First, but, his shit's amazing. But he definitely was in there and was definitely like. I'm not trying to hurt this kid. Like, he didn't want to hurt him. Yeah. And I'm definitely going to buy the next fucking Creator Clash pay-per-view if they do it again. Because, like, yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm happy it went well because, like, I don't like Logan Paul. And I actually do like iDubs. I mean, recently he's, um, you know, I, I think I'm in that same crowd that is a little skeptical of his recent activities and why, like, he's kind of... he Current I mean, iDubs yeah. is somebody old iDubs would make fun of. We we've talked like. about it before, I think, in 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 the Discord. But like, I don't really care too much about him changing on his opinions or his ideals, because like shit like that happens. That's and what to be fair. I think I, I think it's not it's not a big deal to have that happen. Sure, you can argue what he's changed to is like a total coin flip, to, uh, or compared to what it was. Um, and that is grounds for not maybe liking his content anymore, or maybe you don't agree with him anymore. Eh, whatever. Uh, that, that's just, that's just human shit. I, I don't hold it against him or anyone. And to be fair, I never really cared to look into his opinion. I just watched yeah. his funny videos. I, I don't even watch like all of his videos. I only really was, I was only really in it for the content cops. Cause I thought those yeah. were really well done videos. Which and I mean, he, uh, was, not he was hating on people who deserve to be hated on and, yeah. And he Whatever. he went with such like great accuracy to like basically investigate all of these people and absolutely take them down in video okay. essay. He, he put himself in the Hold line of them fire. Accountable for their bullshit <laughs> is yeah. what he did. It was amazing. Yeah. So there's, I, I guess I, I just haven't. Um, if you know, if you lost respect for that, you can at least respect him for this. I guess yeah. the the creator clash. I mean, it's like you know, he's changed as a person, and I, you know, whatever, it's fine. Yeah. yeah, you brought up Logan Paul specifically, me, and I think um, I've just come to like accept his existence. Like I, d- I don't like him or hate him. I'm with you there, actually. I, I Logan, agree because like Logan's I, going. Jake, however, <laughs> can die in a fire. Jake is trying agree. to catch his brother in a fucking a rushing motion. That he's trying to do everything his brother is, but at a slightly well, and it's, and it's somewhere weird. between slightly to horrifically. It's, worse weird. Than him. it's weird to me because Jake Paul was always the more successful one at first, right? No, yeah. Logan was. No, Logan Jake, Jake, Jake yeah. came up with the little kid crowd a little bit harder. And I think it, it, for a while he did. He, also, he, went, he went harder he at the content creator house kind of thing, too. Like, Yeah, so he, he kind of had a bit larger presence. It was earlier. But Logan Logan was able to come off of what success he had, which was still quite a shot past him, amount. dude. Like and if, he just shot past. If I so were to take a educated guess, I would assume. Okay, so Logan started first. That's what I want to say. He got Jake Paul any amount of fame that he had because Logan started on Vine, right? And then Jake was like, 
My big brother's doing it. Well, I, I, I'm no expert on upholstery, yeah. uh, so yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll take your word for it. I'm, I have I'm, no I'm idea. I'm only going based on what I've seen. So. So, what, what was so, that, Rick? That's fair. But no, I have no idea about any of this. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> this Logan seemed like, like he was the guy that like invested his money. Right. Yeah. Where Jake was just like, blow it all, buy a big ass mansion, Although bring I in a bunch of creators. Was the guy that was like, hey, look, there's a dead body in the forest. That's the guy. Let's yes. take a video. Yes. Yeah. So you know, he is still a massive pile of shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh but no. From, yeah. From that point, he definitely has either had extensive PR training and doesn't seem like a piece of shit. Like that video was a big transformation moment for him because he got fucking eviscerated. By everyone yeah. with a with an opinion. Well, it's funny, dude, right. because a lot yeah. of people forget that wasn't the only shitty thing he did at right. that point in time. But it's no. the only thing he was held accountable for. And now he's yeah. untouchable. He's you know he's rigging boring boxing matches, and he's crypto rich, and he's got you know a mansion in Costa Rica where there's no taxes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I mean, it, they they can drop off the face of the earth tomorrow, and the next three generations are fucking covered. Right. Yeah, everything would be so much better, right? I know. Yeah. Only they were gone. I mean, you know what? <laughs> you take your fucking L or your W. Sorry, I wanted to be an L, but take your W and just get the fuck out. I, I don't, I don't need you anymore. Yeah, Please. if he needs more money, yeah. he, maybe Try. he can rig a boxing match with like some other famous person. Yeah, fucking. I mean, he's got so much money. Maybe it could be like, um, like like Barack Obama or something. Yeah, who would pay I, for that? I, I Logan guess... Paul versus Barack Obama, and he just like knocks out the old man. Like, yeah, who would pay I'd for wrap this? it all up? Um, yeah, I, I'd say go watch it. I think I, I don't want to try and be too profound, but like influencer boxing was such a shit show. It really was. Absolutely. It, yeah. it was a nightmare. And it wasn't even just because influencers are scummy people. Like, it was literally due to the fact that everyone in boxing just wanted money. Yeah. But then Creator Clash comes and they're like, no money. Yeah. Well, that, that was the only Sorry, money but... any of the boxers got paid was just to cover all the training fees and like if there was a little extra of their like little tiny cut they could keep it they didn't have to donate it but i think mm -hmm. they are donating it yeah and you were saying sorry but we're talking like a couple thousand dollars nothing the, Trump, the Trump shitty version of in that world everything like the the influencer boxing thing mm -hmm. being so garbage and so prevalent that's right. why IDub set up the creator flash. He was like, no, we're going to not be garbage. You right. know? And I had very little faith when I first heard the concept. I was like, I mean, I used to like IDubs and maybe he could pull it off. But like, I had such a sour taste in my mouth from Logan Paul being Logan Paul and rigging all those boxing matches that were really shitty of yeah. him. And yeah. also like the, the guy from what, what's the company? Chiller, Schiller, Biller, Triller. Uh, suing yeah. Ethan Klein, like say what you that want about Ethan so Klein, silly. right? I mean, he's lost all of his sponsors and he probably deserved it. He's, but like, he's, he's a weird guy, but yeah. But that that lawsuit from Triller is frivolous, right? Because he yeah. talked about and the outcome of one of the fights. He didn't show any clips, and he still got sued by that Triller guy. And it's imagine, like, what the fuck? like <laughs> imagine pulling a frivolous lawsuit on Ethan Klein, like, yeah, that's, say that's what you want about him, song. but like that's. Like frivolous lawsuit is like blues. it's like using um you know you're using an attack on a Pokemon that you know resists that kind of damage. It's like what the fuck yeah. are you doing? Yeah. Like come on, you're not gonna knock him out. He's gonna knock you oh, out. Oh, you know what though? I think there is one thing I could do to put things into perspective for people who maybe just don't give a shit about the influencer side of it all. 
my dad has no idea about any of the shit. I think the only person on the on the card that he knew was Harley because Epic Meal Time's been around that long and it it's content that oh, that's I think from. almost okay. everyone's dad huge. has probably seen Isn't at least Canadian a little too? bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. from Montreal. He was a high um, school teacher. The only English or... part of Quebec, so respect. <laughs> no, <laughs> the but, one good um, part. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my, my, uh, he's French Canadian, but like only a quarter. Yeah, <laughs> like, a little bit. He said. But um, yeah, I was like, hey, do you want to watch this boxing thing with me? I'm gonna buy it anyways. Figure I'd you know, uh, extend my my hand. dad, and it's like, yeah. And my dad watch. was like, holy shit, you want to watch boxing? I'm like, well, yeah, I fucking love, I love fighting sports. I, I MMA is a little boring because I mean, half the time it's just grappling, but almost anything else, I fucking love. Mm-hmm. I just don't usually sit down to watch events. But this was going to be cool to watch. So I was like, hey, you want to watch? You, you won't know anybody, maybe Harley. And he, he sat down, watched the entire thing with me. I think it was like four-ish hours. Damn. And um, he was, I think by the end of it, more into it than I was. <laughs> he didn't even know who any of them were. And he watches that shit regularly. Like, mm-hmm. he loves MMA. He loves, he was a kickboxer himself. He's been in multiple different martial arts training over the years. So he knows fighting on, on top of all that. Um, and he fucking loved it. So it, even if you don't give a shit wait. about who the fuck this, who, what's an Idubs and a Michael Reeves, uh, you'll probably still like it if you like boxing. So I was gonna say, can you go get him? But like, I know what time it is. Uh, there, he's, he, yeah, I think he's past that. But I was, <laughs> I was like, I want his take. Bring him on, on the show, the no. Michael Reeves action. Because seriously, of all the people there, like he was, he seemed to be like the only one that. Maybe the maybe it just like stuck in his head the training, mm-hmm. maybe or something that. But everyone else kind of seemed to be like, okay, we can, we got the rules down and we know certain bits like basic combos, but like, they mm-hmm. looked. Eh. They all they all had a bit of a signature within their like within the more re, uh, basic things. So like. Some yeah. guy was fainting. Some guy was, you know, dodging. You know, it, it, like shit you would normally see from like a professional boxer. Yeah. But it was more signature for these amateur guys, which is kind of interesting in its own right, honestly. But well, they you gotta understand. Like Michael Reese is doing the. I, I think it's. I, I want to say it's the. Uh, the Bob that what's his fucking face does um, Mike Tyson. So, just as a guy, as an example, kind of it. Like his, his fake out to make them punch low so he can punch high. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of just like a, a, a typical thing coming in with that overhand. But his um his his low ducking head movement, you know, where he kind of crouched in half. It it kind of felt Tysony, but well, I, I don't know any Tyson-y. of these techniques. It, it kind of felt yeah. like Mike Tyson, but when I saw it just for more recent stuff if you go and look at like the the head movement of tyson fury and how tyson fury moves and stuff it looked a lot more like tyson fury that's probably fair yeah, yeah but i think tyson fury it's been a while since i watched really boxing enjoyed for the record, so. mike tyson i don't know so. who these people are <laughs> tyson fury yeah, is yeah. a fucking like eight foot tall monster of a man from i think it's ireland and he's Probably the scariest boxer out there. Like, well, he's like a Street Fighter character. And yeah, he, he kind of looks like one. He's he's like the heavyweight, you know, right now. It reminds but, me of uh, of Killer Instinct, the TJ combo. Like, yeah. it's a ridiculous name. 
But uh, Dylan, you would have loved Harley coming out though. Such a sick he, he had the he's, big boss attire, didn't he? I he, saw the he picture. He said because he's the sauce boss, he had to dress appropriately. Yeah, fucking love. So he that. dressed up as fucking big boss, dude. In any of the pre-fight interviews, did he quote Metal Gear? Like, I think he did. And, oh and he, uh, what was it? He came out to Snake he, Eater. He played one it? of the songs too. I can't remember the fucking name right now. Snake Eater, or maybe it was one of the ending themes. Like, no, 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 uh, not Snake Eater. Way to Fall, um, Star Sailor, was it? Or... No, man, man who wants to own the world or something like that. Oh, I think from what five, called. yeah, yeah. Was oh. it uh, the man? Oh, the man who, who sold? Oh, the, the man who sold the world. David yeah. Bowie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was that was used in Metal Gear Solid Five. Super, super great intro, intro dude. A fucking he came out of the full best. cosplay. Yeah, I don't know about the best. I really like. I did a things entrance. He he was coming in just having a fucking blast. What did he look like? Describe it to me. He's. A, he had, he's like had a an six apron on. Three, yeah, he's like a 6'3 Australian blacksmith that makes stupid shit. And he he came out in like his blacksmithing apron thing and was just like dancing. It, it gave me very like... Uh, what's his name? Fuck. Heartbreak Kid kind of vibes. If you gave hbk like a bunch of coffee before his entrance and he was like i, I think, an, the whole I think way. an easy way to explain it is he was literally coming out playing like tag leapfrog Yo, hold and just up, hold other up. dancing shit with his coach victim hydro in the chat says that his favorite thing was that harley harley called out the doc i'm guessing that he means doc oh disrespect. what happened yeah, yeah yeah i like the doc okay, okay i actually like that guy <clears throat> a little bit. so he basically, you know, each wow. one of them, they were all respectful as fuck. They all hugged it out afterwards. No no beef. Like, some fans tried to make shit up, but, like, none of the fighters hated each other afterwards or anything like that. Um, they're all good fun, making jokes about it, whatever. But um, Harley specifically was, he got out, and he's like, he basically started off by insulting the crowd in, in a really respectful way. It was really good. He basically said, if you guys think I beat the shit out of him, None of you would have gotten in the fucking ring with me. He is 50 pounds below me, and he got in on this card, like, way later than I did. So he had no fucking clue what he was getting into. And he basically just said, if you want to make fun of him, make fun of yourself. Fuck you all. Kind of deal, right? Mm -hmm. And then he said, I only use 20% of my power, and I want to use the remaining 80% to fight someone who basically he rattled off all the things he said before, but as if basically he wanted this person to be ready train and know what they're doing ahead of time then he called out the doc basically shit talking the shit out of him and it was so good was it like respectful or did he not like the guy it 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 is it was one of the things that like if you know competitive shit talking it wasn't so much that it was respectful but it but it was but it was in line it it wasn't full conor mcgregor he wouldn't be insulted (laughs) by it yeah it wasn't full conor mcgregor it was like yo i want you Let's do this. It wasn't Conor McGregor. Yeah. It was the WWE a face. Yeah, it was like, oh, you think like, you're the two-time. Oh, you think you're hot shit. You, you think you're actually tall. You think you're whatever. And then you're like, actually tall. I have a measuring tape. I can tell he's tall. Like, <laughs> it, it, it was just one of those moments where like he basically just fucking hit him on all those. I don't know if he's actually like, six eight, me. but he is a big human being. He's a very tall man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm but sad he wasn't fight. there. I, I wish see he that. Was. He I hope I mean, Trader Clash Doc is in. kind of old too, so yeah. He, yeah, Harley, I think Harley's in his forties. Well, that's well, fair. There was the fucking dad guy. I don't know. 
I didn't catch how old he was, but yeah, some dad comes out and rocks I mean, his shit. He came out, he uh, rocked ho- the up on shit out of somebody, man. Jesus, Christ. yeah, it was wild. But Doc is in pretty good shape too. Like some of the stuff he says for his character might be slightly exaggerated. I don't know. I love his character, but no, it is definitely. I, I don't uh, watch. He's his... even admitted over the years that it yeah, is he might he might only be six five, but and he might only bench three hundred. And he might only have a 30-inch vertical, but, like, it's still pretty fucking impressive. <laughs> like, you know? I, I don't watch his streams regularly. I'm not, I'm not in the I, I don't know. Oh. Rick, Welcome you, back, you, your, your camera, like, turned off and back on? Oh. I turned off and back on. What the hell happened? Huh. What, what do do? just happened? That was wild. Can you oh. all hear me? Oh, maybe yeah. Comcast decided to strike back. I was about to start showing titties. It's okay. Your camera's <laughs> okay, off. Chaos is going. It was happening. Because like Rick's camera turned off and then it turned back on and he like was mid sentence and I'm like, oh, that's weird. And then I turned off and back on. <laughs> well, okay, you're cool. gonna need to see this one in the uh, recording. I yeah, know. It's okay. You turned off. Thankfully, and then vanished. The recording still going strong. Um, the stream. Right. Uh, the stream is is all red, and I don't know why. And oh, Hydro asks if the stream is dead, and it works for me. I'm gonna refresh and see what happens. Refresh, hit play. Uh, no, it's on. Uh, refresh. Rest in peace, anyone. Want. God. Yeah, stream works uh, for me. So, listeners at home, all this excitement and more on our live stream. Um, ah. Tube.seriesposter.club/r/melomancy. Um, or, you know, look at our website, melomancy.net, for the actual link. But, uh, <laughs> besides the point, back to what I was saying. So, I, I'm a fan of the doc. Like, I, I have enjoyed his streams before, but I do not regularly tune in. Yeah. I don't tune in for anybody. Not anybody. I think he's, only he's, victim. I, I think one of the reasons why I like him is we have the exact same uh, philosophy on map uh, creation. Mm-hmm. Like, like we, we both look at, like, like, uh, like Call of Duty maps the same way. Kind of do and I think that he is right that uh, a lot of people just don't know what the fuck they're doing anymore with that shit. I don't care if he's being hyperbolic about it or not. I, I agree. It's Yeah, that's weird. Um... Reminds me of that uh, guy in uh, the room that just comes out of nowhere and goes, I agree. Yeah, exactly. I... So the, in, Who the in fuck the ch- are you, dude? In the chat, Hydra <laughs> says the stream is back and uh, the recording is still going strong. So good, it's going to sound fine, huh. but if you're as you live, disappeared, it, it reset your audio. I was like, I, God, why are you so loud? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we're it good, sucks though. To suck. uh, anyway, though, like I, I like the doc, but really victims, the only streamer I tune in for. And I only tune in when he's playing a game I want to see. <laughs> I mean, that's Speaking kind of, of the point. You might want to see, though. Um, I've seen victims streaming and I, I caught a little bit of it before I uh, went to play Apex with other friends. Mm. Cyberpunk, how are you liking that, buddy? It is really good. Um, so I to mean, be clear, uh, he hasn't beaten it yet, Sarge. Um, yeah. So we, we shouldn't spoil anything. He is an oh, attitude. I, 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 don't plan, I don't plan on it. Um, I, I think if I were to be really objective about it, um, I think anyone that still harps on the game about it having like bugs and issues, I think they, they've been fixed. They're, they're they're long gone. You could argue about the launch and and the 
I was going to ask. The game shouldn't uh, launch like that, obviously. I guess it's kind of what I'm getting at. But true. in terms of like, does the game work now? Is it great? Yeah, it, it works. Yeah, it, it, works it, it plays it's, fine. I've had a couple bugs and glitches here, but nothing major. It's not Assassin's Creed Unity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, Methodically bugs and everything. But like, so if you were like pleasantly surprised as you've really started getting into it, like, oh, this isn't as bad. Well, I mean, I guess I knew. Uh oh, oh, what? Oh, don't. No, no. Well, am I gone again? Well, okay. the end of oh. it. What happened? We're not allowed. If it dies, I'm doing a full-on striptease. I'm turning on like a prayer, and y'all are about. To... Hey, what's up, Dylan? Can you guys not? I heard every word of that. Oh, we couldn't hear you. You guys were totally okay. uninterrupted. You guys were totally uninterrupted. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, you're. I, I just thought you were going to disconnect again, so I, I I stopped just in case. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. My stream went red and then it came back, but like the recording still going strong. Heard everything you said, victim. Okay. Continue, please. Right. So yes, uh, it was I pleasantly surprised. I I would say so. Yeah, I, it's just one of those moments where like, I I don't like sci-fi. I've talked about this before. Sci-fi is usually not my thing. It's why I couldn't really get into Star Wars very much. I, I was surprisingly into Star Trek as a kid, um, but it just doesn't doesn't appeal to me. Like when Star Citizen first came out, I'm like, oh, that's cool, fly ships around. Uh, but I didn't feel the urge to go put money down on it the same way I did something like Ashes of Creation, which doesn't look nearly as cool ultimately, but it was something that was more my style, right? Um, but yeah, uh, I, I think the game ended up being way cooler. It's not just Grand Theft Auto, but with cybernetics. It It is its own thing. It is genuinely an RPG. And yeah, it only I, took a couple really of good. matches for RPG to get there. Yeah, yeah really. But I got to say, if I had to be like super critical of the game, because you know, not everything's sunshine and rainbows, and that's just who I am. I like to critique and really dig into a game. Um, you know, obviously some of the RPG mechanics could be a little bit more. There's there's something to be desired there. A lot of them are passives, uh, and you know they're things that you're going to do anyways, so you'll never really notice them. They're just going to give you more power, which in an RPG setting is cool, but it's one of those things that's just kind of expected. Um, but I do like how uh, a lot of the things help you in, interact with the environment, and depending on how you build your character depends on how you interact with the environment. So that's at least really cool. Um, there is some unique perks that are really interesting. Uh, guns, the iconic weapon system is really cool things all work very differently from another uh, they really did, like went in and made these weapons separate which for those who played the witcher 3 they didn't do that at all <laughs> with that well, uh, with the relic system yeah i was gonna uh, say like you got two swords and one has to be silver <laughs> yeah it well yeah I, you can't use silver swords to kill people though well you can it just takes a while yeah <laughs> but yeah no i, I think blunt. Um, I think when it comes down to like story and dialogue, it has been, I don't want to say this to be hyperbolic and I will add the, I will add the, um, the stipulation, I guess that I haven't beaten the game. So things could take a wild turn for all I know, but I think it's probably been one of the best I've experienced in an RPG. I was completely Bad. genuine when I told it, I told you it was the best game I played last year. Like, like voice acting is on point. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dialogue is is clever and funny when it's supposed to be, and uh, not it's not overly profound or like annoying to listen to when things get serious. It's just heavy, mm -hmm. and it's just like they're usually straight to the point. None of these characters 
randomly monologue or go off on a fucking tangent in the middle of you know something being really serious or really funny they just get to the fucking yeah. point when and it's serious it, it's serious you know there's no trailing and i mean you know part of that's probably due to the fact that budgeting right like they, they couldn't they had to fucking pay them the voice at all but that works out that, that works out in a positive way and i fucking love it and it's something that i've been hating in more, a lot of recent uh games and rpgs lately especially mm-hmm. ones that aren't voiced where the fucking dialogue just trails and they just loop back on explaining the same thing five times in a row with just different words. And it's like, man, I fucking got it the first time. Shut the fuck up and let me play the goddamn game. But Cyberpunk never does that. Never. So I need to ask the real questions, victim. So you were, you were going to do like a, you know, a, a maidenless playthrough, but Pan Am's arc happened. Oops. What happened? <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing that happened in Persona 4. Just can't say no to that. Okay, I, I, I'm, I'm going to preface this because I, I know, especially with our viewers, I probably it probably seems really cringy for me to be like, "This is my waifu." Um, I don't, I don't normally get uh, attraction is not even the right word. It's just like I don't look at anime characters and think, "Boy, oh boy, do I wish she were real and so I could put a ring on her finger." Because uh, you know, I subscribe to the realistic notion that. Half these characters would probably hit me in the fucking face if I ran <laughs> for most of them. But, um, but yeah, no, I think like in a in a weird story driven way, it just felt like the right choice. Like you, you, if you're watching like an adult show with some romance in it, the guy doesn't randomly friend zone the girl mm-hmm. or the love interest. That doesn't fucking happen. So storytelling wise, it just felt like the right fucking choice to make. And I'm like, God damn it, man. And I don't know. I know Twitch doesn't give a shit if the game has it. But Mm -hmm. usually if it's avoidable, you're supposed to avoid it. So there's a lot of muddiness with the Twitch side of things on whether the sex scene should play or not. And I don't give a shit about any of that. I get banned for three days, whoopty fucking do. It doesn't bother me any. Because you still sealed the deal with Pan Am. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But the the other side of it, though, is that, like, it's just awkward, man. Like, you know, coming off the heels of playing Final Fantasy... And, you know, I mean, I, oh, with I, the Virgin well, Cloud, yeah. But I, like, I, I not that wasn't like the last game I played. But like, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of my viewers come from a lot of like Legend of Zelda. It got me a lot of viewers. Uh, fucking Final Fantasy got me a lot of viewers. Retro, like seven, your first time playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or why? Like, because like, um, you're you're special in that you skipped out on a lot of those classic JRPGs. And watching yep. someone's first playthrough is the closest thing will ever have to playing it for the first time again, which is why I'm watching your Cyberpunk stream intently and why I watched your Xenoblade Chronicles 2 stream intently because I've beaten both those games. But, like, yeah. watching you experience it for the first time is the closest thing I'll ever have for playing it for the first time again, which is really special, right? Yeah. But, like, yeah, but coming off the heels of all that, though, none of those games have sex scenes. They, they very rarely even allude to it to like a full-blown sex scene it's just kind of weird like i don't think i'm assuming they don't show anything too much it's well, probably the same as the witcher 3 on, i assume too i i yeah i have mature mode on i i will not get banned it's not gonna happen it's yeah just... well no i meant the game you've got streamer mode set on game right uh the, the only streamer mode they have is so that no copyright music plays i think right uh I mean, but i think they blur out the uh the sausage and uh roast beef too 
Oh, okay. I if they do that. that, that'll be like perfect. I'm, I that, that would be the only that bit that I would be very. We don't know because do. he uh, he didn't play with any of the joy toys, and he did not um, help Meredith Stout. So oh, there's, yeah. been, there's been <laughs> no sex one, scenes in his playthrough. That one was caught me That's so by so surprise, funny. Dylan. I know, the Meredith Stout scene. Oh, yeah, God. you're like, ah, oh, yeah, I'll help Miltek, whatever. They'll help, help them, her out. help me. And then uh, and, she texts you and later. Then she like, helps you out. Yeah, and she helps you out. And then you get you. Get, well, I mean, she helps herself out. Let's be real. And then you get a new melee weapon, the penetrator. You know, out of the deal. Which, which is <laughs> the exact same that. as the Saints Row penetrator. It's not called that, but yes, <laughs> it's exactly what. <laughs> no, you think it I is. forget what they call it. It's another name, like penetrator. It's like Sir William or something. Or yeah, it, it's very obvious. Yeah, it was funny. I wasn't prepared for it. It's funny because she has like um, like she gets she has like a real like real kinky outfit. Like she, it looks like she's ready to penetrate you, regardless of oh, your character I'm selection. Sure, there was right. something oh. like I am sure V learned some things. Yeah, like <laughs> that was a real like a real strange scene. <laughs> right, it was good. to just it was come good. out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, so yeah, streamer mode we don't know because victim has avoided all of these scenes somehow so far. Yeah, and to be fair, that all that has been entirely unintentional. I just, I'm just playing the game the way I would play a normal game. Well, that's fair. I mean, some of it is just. I didn't that, even like... mean. I meant to use the military chip too. Is the weird part? Like, I tried to use it. Right. And but your dialogue choices made them distrust you and uh, shoot at you before yeah. you could even. But he killed Royce before he got in the fucking mech suit. Oh, that's yeah. actually helpful. Very helpful because I don't know if he would have beat him. <laughs> yeah, that that uh, yeah that thing's uh, no fun. If honestly, it's criminal they don't give you one at some point. I know, because it's just so cool. So it's it, um. Did you fight the the guy in the mech suit in the Badlands, the Cyber Psycho? Yeah. So Royce had one of those. Yeah, and you could that fight him amazing. and act. Although one. there's there's some really easy ways to deal with it. I've figured oh, sure. as I was going through, yeah. but it would have been with that in the all foods. <laughs> yeah yeah the actually no funny enough those two are like the mech suits aren't even the worst like boss fight uh where are you so uh i'll i'll, I'll tell you so he, like middle of act two i think he's in act yeah, two yeah. he finished the rogue uh pan am arc and he then uh started pan am side quest he has not done the final quest queen of the highway the one with the sex scene i told him the sex scene was in it right Oh yeah, because he was worried about Twitch. Uh, he's well, a, if he's that's the next quest. It's already available. He can go do it right now. Um, yeah, that one's only if you romance Pan, though, right? And he did. Oh, oh, okay. That's yeah, why yeah. I brought it up because it's like he he was gonna avoid it, but then the dialogue. I, yeah, I don't think uh, yeah. the, the, the story the story made it way too hard to turn her down. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, especially with all your uh, terrible, just terrible. V, I don't know why, it's, but V is so weird. With If your stream is set to 18+, plus, a sex scene in a video game won't get you messed up, according to Twitch, as long as you don't, like, you know, linger on it. I think, I think it, it, the idea was to not draw attention to it, but the thing is, is yeah, that I could yeah. have entirely avoided it. Yeah. And yeah that, okay. that, that's, the, that's the gray area, right? If it if it shows up and you're like oh, you know as long as you're not like oh look I can like pause the video or whatever right when it's like CGI boobies, don't do that <laughs> and you'll be good. I, I might just 
hit close up mode, honestly, just for the awkwardness of it all. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, that one you could just do later, too. Yeah, my camera doesn't point at my crotch, so no one will see my boner. It'll be great. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, you could just turn on face cam and be like, all right, that's happening. And also, that, that sex scene is actually super cool. Like, it's not just, it's not like the Joy Toy scene or the, the Meredith Stout scene where it's just like generic, oh, you're at the motel, the no tell motel. Oh, wow. Like, fucking GTA hooker shit. Oh, yeah. But, like, what happens, what happens is um, uh, uh, actually it's, super it's interesting. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's actually really awesome. Yeah. What he's saying is it unlocked something inside of him and now his personal adult life is much Dylan's better for it. By a, by a tank of his own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then um I would like to point out that the other um the other hetero uh relationship you can do with the female V and River was also hilarious cuz they're like trying not to make noise and uh and alert <laughs> the children and the the sister. Like, oh, no. It was fucking hilarious. And oh, it was see, like, I didn't. Yeah, I don't I, know. Did, I, my second playthrough was with the female V that you know that Destiny and you romance crafted. River. Yeah. Did you feel like we did was both? We did both River and then Judy as well. Oh, okay. So we did both the did, options for female V, and then it was okay. like we saw both scenes. Did Did you, man? I just <laughs> felt like River. Like I felt no chemistry between V and River, and then all of a sudden it's like you want to make out. It's weird because uh, as male V, I felt like there was a little bit there. When I saw the kiss thing come up, I was like, huh, what? I was like, like, wait a minute. I mean, obviously we're not doing that, but like. Yeah, he he doesn't like dudes, so he would have rejected you if he did that. Yeah, yeah, but like. But if you're the female V, you know, it would have led to a romance. Yeah, like, that's what I'm just saying. Like, it just felt so. It, it felt weird to me. There was no romantic tension, but it didn't yeah. feel like there was something there for me. But that, yeah, I still can't get over really that both voice actors for River and Female V were in Persona Five. So it's like I, yeah. it's hard for me to overlook that. <laughs> I feel bad for voice actors sometimes, man. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, because it's like, oh man. <laughs> he they, played they another character you. in another game that fucked you over. Yeah. <laughs> now you're fucking him over. That's great. The tiss. Uh, a little bit more literally. Yeah. Um, but no, it, um, it, it, I, we talked about this briefly, I think, on the last episode about voice actors. But um, I feel really bad for them, man. The fact that they really got to take every job that comes their way sometimes, mm-hmm. especially starting out. It means sure. that, like, oh, what's this? Oh, this. <laughs> This character is constantly with her tits out. It's like, great, awesome. I guess I'll play this character then. I need the money. It was great. Um, yeah, the, uh, I don't know. The, the, that's also something, too, with uh, the VAs where you do hear them. Like, uh, you know, we hear specifically, we talk about anime once in a while. You get a lot with Nolan North, for instance, and uh, yeah, uh, video games. But like anime, Steve Bloom or Blum, whatever I, I forget his actual name. It's one of uh, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, you you hear Spike just in every anime from the early two thousands somewhere, basically. Yeah. To be fair, and I did mention this yes in the last episode with Trio Doug, uh, I thought that his performance in Big O was pretty good, even though like Cowboy Bebop was dubbed like right before. Or after, I'm not sure. Well, yeah, he's playing an entirely different character, but spy like he gets typecast as a Spike like free yeah character so much like I know. Uh, uh, what is it? He Samurai even has Shampoo. a sound alike 
Which doesn't make anything any better. Liam O'Brien. They, yeah. they sound really similar. I, I, assume I like that was Liam Steve. O'Brien. He's really he's good, good. but yeah, they I sound so similar. Assume that was Steve in uh, Samurai Champloo. It was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Liam O'Brien has a very similar range to Steve Bloom, but he's British. <laughs> oh, I see. So he plays like Weiss in Near, and he plays. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, he plays. Yeah, when he does an American accent, though, he um, sounds almost identical to yeah. Steve. It's like uncanny how close he he does Caius from Final Fantasy thirteen. He does yeah. uh, Red thirteen from Final Fantasy seven. He does um, he's in Critical Role, but I don't watch Critical Role. Um, whatever. Uh, the animation yeah. was so good. He's he's got really good talent like that. His voice sounds really good. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh right, I forgot Steve played Tom for uh, Toonami. Yeah. Yep. That dude was everywhere. I- <laughs> yeah, you, and, you know, it's just the thing, like, when you're, especially in the early 2000s, where there are, like, a dozen voice actors yeah, that were worth really, anything. Probably right. literally a dozen, do like, 12 whole ass VAs. It's like, that's all you got. I mean, that's kind of why voice acting sucked back then. You had maybe, like, four directors total across the industry, and, like, maybe 30 voice actors. Right. And, and... That's, across, that's across both Canada and America. Like right, it was such a small fucking pool. So, so many for, for, in the anime too. side, obviously commercials and shit Rick, have always saying, existed. But hold, hold oh, I was gonna <laughs> say, and so many like directors too are just gonna say, so you know that character, like him, but a little more gruff, or you know, like him, but that's yeah. how it's gonna go. And then they do their first take, and it sounds weird, and they're like, "That's the one." You know, I don't yeah. like to criticize Xenoblade Chronicles two because I love Xenoblade Chronicles two, but like the chapter one with Rex was rough, right? Like yeah. that voice actor got a lot better at voice acting by the end of the game, and I, yeah. I, I like that. I think I, I think obviously for people who don't care about voice acting as much, that's probably a fair statement mm-hmm. for why you, you know, why you gave up on the dub right there and then. But yeah. as a fan of dubbing, well, I'm a fan of voice acting in general. I, I like dubbing the subbing and the original and the the, the dub over or whatever. However you want to reference that, but watching him grow as a voice actor across it was so worth it for me personally because you, you never get to see that no no right. no company no director is gonna let that fucking happen that that's so rare that i had to experience that man that that was like my thing that i wanted to fucking see it was so fucking cool mm-hmm. but i know i'm a nerd for that shit and not very many yeah. people are, and so. it's no surprise that you like cyberpunk 2077 because the voice acting is like impeccable Right? Yeah, it's some yeah. of the best voice acting. Uh, he is such a good voice. Like I know, the male V. Oh, it's like he's got a weird it, accent, but like it, it fits the character to a T. Like think, in a way that I have not. No, no, T Bug was somebody else. Shut up. <laughs> so, uh, if you ever feel inspired to do a second playthrough, either on stream or off on your own time, like you should roll a female V because like that's the same voice actress that does Makoto from Persona Five, and. Also, Sarah from Final Fantasy Origin, but she's a yeah. prolific VA too. She's um, really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, funny enough, uh, this might be a deep cut for some people, but she sounds an awful lot. I already looked it up. She's not, but she sounds an awful lot like one of the potential voice options for the female boss from Saints Row, like your female player character. Mm-hmm. She sounds an awful lot like uh, the one to do the. Uh, I think they called it the gangster voice uh, for 
the or maybe it was female voice too because one was very much like white girl this one's like yeah i mug people girl and then there's the uh british hmm. woman which is just like yeah. yeah but they that one they sound an awful lot alike they say a lot of the same things mm-hmm. uh, uh, so so we're uh, harping a bit more on the female v right like uh yeah i definitely agree with you that there it seems like there's a weird lack of chemistry with river but like the 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 chemistry she has with judy much better like yeah that's what i think i think the obvious romance option for female v is judy yeah for sure i think what happened with river is he was a last minute addition like as far as the romance side of things Mm. it strikes me as a very much buddy buddy friendship that just turns into thank god we're alive sex yeah yeah like so anyways we had a bit to drink you wanna <laughs> mm. um, i mean he's you know a fit seven foot tall man who you just like you know cracked a serial killer case with like i get it but still yeah, yeah and the uh although the one thing about river that bothers me is his walk he's he so walks slow. so weird and it's so oh. slow it's like ah, i can't keep up with you <laughs> <laughs> Can, um, I put, can I give you a leash and just drag you along? Though I will admit, um, on the female playthrough, the second playthrough I did, um, I did romance both options just to see them. Just to see them. Um, because the game, victim, you should know this, the game does not punish you for cheating on your first spouse. Like, no? you can entertain both. It's fine. Yeah, I think probably the, won't, yeah. but... Polyamory is okay. But like, the other option for... For male V, uh, his name's Carrie or Odine. Uh, I did not uh, do his side quest. Like I did the quest where he's introduced and becomes an option, right? But like I've actually on none of my playthroughs so far. I will do this on my next playthrough because I'm currently playing through on very hard uh, with a male V. Um, I'm going to like do his quest as well and probably romance him as well just to see what it looks like. Because like it's part of the game that I haven't done, but like he's not available to Act Three. Because in yeah, order to he, unlock him, you need to do Johnny's side quest in Act Three, and it's like, yeah, oh, I gotta do that first. Yeah, no, Carrie Carrie's the lead singer from Samurai. Yeah, oh. yeah, Carrie's a bit of a problem. He was in that flashback. Because... He was the young kid that you're like, not your sound, not your band, man. Like he's yeah. that guy, but he's like old now. But like he doesn't look that old because yeah, because you know cybernetics and all that. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's got kind of the same thing that uh, Rogue's got going on, where it's like, are you sure that you're like? Are you 100? sure you're eighty? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't believe you. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and like Dylan's heard my problem with Cyberpunk before, which is the Johnny scenes tell me that we could have had a much cooler game. Like, as far as like story and all that, it would so have been. He hasn't less... seen the other part, so there is oh. there is an arc in Act Two. It's it's yeah. um, Judy and Evelyn's arc. He stopped at I found I've rescued Evelyn, and now I need to go call the fixer in Pacifica. Right. Okay. So, um, stuff will happen in those next quests. Oh yeah. No, I wasn't going to talk about the things that you do. It's just that it would have been more on rails, obviously, because, uh, Johnny has to do, Johnny has to get from point A to point B to point C. It's already been written. There are more Johnny flashbacks ahead is the point. Right. And they're fucking awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I honestly, mean, that, maybe that's... we'll get a prequel. That, that's just the the scenarios from the tabletop. Yeah, yeah well, part of the and actually, I would have liked. I want to play the tabletop too. now, actually, because uh, the story, like the canon story, is not quite the same as what Johnny remembers. Right. 
And uh, I've alluded to this to you, victim, because I've, I've yeah, read yeah. the rule book for Cyberpunk Red, which goes over the Arasaka ta- uh, tower bombing, and it's not quite what Johnny remembers. There's some more details. There's some more details. A lot less uh, rage against the machine, and a lot more Morgan Blackhand. A lot more. Well, Morgan yeah, well, actually, yeah, no, uh, Morgan Blackhand is supposed to have the showdown with Adam Smasher. That's, but he's not in the game, so therefore. Yeah. Though uh, Mr. Blue Eyes, now Victim's done this quest. So Mr. Blue Eyes, the the sketchy guy that calls you and was like, "Hey, don't tell the Paralysis that I'm brainwashing them." Right? Yeah. Uh, the hair model in the game's code for Mr. Blue Eyes uh, in the game's code says Morgan Blackhand. So maybe oh. Mr. Blue Eyes is Morgan Blackhand. Well, th- that's mm-hmm. but that one doesn't make sense either because it is the game does allude to Morgan Blackhand being alive. Right. Uh, there's like a. a I don't know a murder report or something. Well, there's like a murder report or something, uh, where somebody tried to jump an old uh, paunchy dude in an alley, and they're like, you know, the thing that stood out about the guy is he had a black cybernetics. Mm -hmm. That it's like a one-off murder report somewhere. I don't know where it is. I saw it in the wiki. And also, the bartender at. After the afterlife foreshadows that you know we don't have a drink of Morgan Blackhand because we're not sure if he's dead, right? Right. Like, yeah. He is definitely alive. <laughs> oh yeah, the DLC's so he's... coming soon. Well, maybe Morgan we'll Blackhand... place him in the DLC. Yeah, that would be awesome. But Dude. yeah, Morgan Blackhand in the uh, like in standard lore is tough enough to survive the bomb, like the nuclear bomb, just like, like Adam. Morgan Smasher. Blackhand is the Adam Jensen of cyberpunk. Like, yeah. oh, I got you. He, except for he did ask for this, I think. Yes, <laughs> he is a, definitely a Militech shill. <laughs> yes, but but he, but he is Adams. Like, uh, yeah, no, how the uh, in yeah how the rules mention right before right when the blast is going off, it's uh, him and Adam Smasher rushing each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. and the yeah, rule book no, makes it ambiguous as to who lives, and then yeah, you see Adam Smasher in the, the the video game, so it's like ah. He won, but like no, no. Well, no. The bomb quite. may have just thrown. Yeah, the bomb may have decided <laughs> that neither <laughs> won. <laughs> we don't know. Like surviving. The, the bomb went. All right, match over. Yeah. Right. Separate. Ring yeah, out. Basically. <laughs> yeah, and that it's cool. Like I like the I like that these other characters exist, and you know maybe if we're lucky, the DLC will take place back in, you know, the future of 2020. <laughs> That reminds with me of the Arasaka in the future, 2005, Optimus Prime and the Autobots. Or in the future, 1999, uh, looking at you, Macross. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, that, that's okay. I, I appreciate in the future of in the past. I know. I love it, too. Or like I, Johnny Mnemonic. Love... Like, do you remember that movie? Like, it's based oh, on yeah. a short story of the same name that was much better than the movie. But the, the movie... Johnny Mnemonic is like, hey, uh, in the year 2021, a global pandemic has caused great divide between rich and poor. <laughs> this movie came out in what movie? What year did that movie come out? It's very clearly like an 80s, yeah, movie. maybe early 90s, but it's got the camera work for the 80s. It's just funny because it's about a pandemic that happened in 2021. <laughs> yeah, now there's that. Uh, uh, man, all kinds of things just happen when it comes to that stuff where it's just like well i can't make this up this is what they said in the 70s and now look today excuse me too much I, vanilla coke i see uh 
Actually, it's Cherry Dr. Pepper, but speaking of... Oh, no. Vic, what are you drinking? Mm-hmm. Nothing right now. Uh, He's oh. got G Fuel, man. G Fuel? Oh, oh I've I, I long since finished that. <laughs> so, oh. What, oh, are you done with your G Fuel now? Are you never getting more G Fuel, Vic? Uh, I think it's time for the G Fuel segment. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. If you Are if you, you drink G Fuel, will you turn into an NFT? I think the answer is no, given the recent events. Victim, why don't you take it, tell us about what happened? So I think we mentioned it before, where G Fuel decided they wanted to get in the NFT business, and I think we, I think we sufficiently, you know, separated the fact that we're not trying to just like shit on like the whole crypto thing, but these guys were genuinely trying to scam people. In my opinion, they were. Trying to sell a new flavor of G Fuel for two hundred and forty fucking dollars in <laughs> right. in worth of Ethereum, right? So we talked this about like, this with Trio Doug in the last episode. Like G Fuel, yeah. they partnered with a guy that I guess can do art, but he was a holder of a Board Apes like one, a single Board Apes NFT. And this guy was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna make a new NFT project for G Fuel," and. On paper, the holders of this NFT will be enabled to buy some exclusive flavor. Yeah. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> and I think they might be honoring that a little bit, but I don't know how that all works yet. I mean, I, I don't really plan to dig. It's not like it really bothers me anymore, really. But uh, yeah, they basically canceled the whole damn thing. They, they got a lot of people pulled out of their sponsorships. A ton of people said no. I don't want anything to do with this. First we um, move 10 grands, then we get G Fuel to cancel their stupid NFT. We're the best podcast ever. Right. Totally. <laughs> but yeah, no, it it, it was it's nice to see cuz like obviously this was always an option and you know, a lot of people are going to be like too little too late or the fact you did it at all is abhorrent. But I don't know. I think uh, I think we're at a stage right now where companies are, are going to need to learn, like, where they can put their feet and where they can't. Mm-hmm. Because if, if I think one of the issues that makes NFTs so bad right now is the fact that these companies are just trying to use them for like really asshole like right. uses. Like, it, there's so many cool things they could have done with them mm-hmm. other than this that isn't like anti-consumer. Yeah, it's like. Uh, although to be fair, I don't think G Fuel needs to necessarily be in NFTs specifically. It's but, like, I'm not going to pay some three digit number of money to to get an NFT that enables me to buy some overpriced flavor, right? Yeah. No, Instead, no, no. why don't I buy an NFT that gives me like you know backstage tickets to some G Fuel sponsored event, right? Uh, like let me go meet Doctor Disrespect yeah. in person. I'll pay thousands for that. I, I wouldn't, but like, I mean, I mean, VIP you know, tickets already. I value it as such. So might as well, right? Like, fuck it. Right. And then if I realize I can't go to the event last minute, I just fucking hand the shit over to my friend. Yeah. Or is- I don't think I, just I mean, said It's this just a digital form of having tickets at that point, really. Mm-hmm. But Yeah. I don't think I ever said this on the podcast, but I was like, uh, I saw somebody mention that, like, they, for NFTs, they should take, like, uh, you know, the giveaways fast food restaurants do, like the Monopoly from McDonald's. Yeah. Yada, yada. Okay, so. Uh, oh, it was Albertsons that does the Monopoly. Wait, they're gone. Albertson? What? I'm, or was it Safeway? Somebody. I don't know. Some grocery store does Monopoly. I forget. Albertsons nice. is still around. Not in our anyway. local area, but. <laughs> uh, so they, they brought up the thing and they were like, look, uh, for example, Chipotle could do it and they could have like a, a bronze wrapped burrito that would be like, you get a free burrito once a month every six months. 
uh, they could have a silver one that would be like you get a free burrito for a year. What does you know? a silver then, burrito taste like? Well, like a wrapped <laughs> one, so like it, like it would be wrapped in like aluminum foil colored, right? And then they'd be like, okay, and then there'd be like a golden burrito. Yeah, that... and we'll use the gold leaf. Yeah, but gold's the only one you can really do with the edible metals. Well, no, the, just as an NFT, and then they'd be oh, like, I you see. know, if you're the holder of the gold one, you could come in, you know, and spend up to fifty bucks a month in the store for life. So and it Sarge, would give value to uh, the NFT. Pump the brakes. Didn't didn't you at some point have like a gift card or like some kind of card that allowed you to get like McDonald's for life or something like for a year? Like, is that a fever dream or did that really happen? I'm pretty sure that's a fever dream because if I had the like <laughs> super exclusive rich person McDonald's card, I would be the heaviest person in this chat. And it, I'm I just for you. Okay, real quick. I am clearly not the heaviest person. No, no, you are not. Yeah. Okay, we're going away now. But yeah, no, I'd be, I'd be a big motherfucker, bro. I'd Somebody be... we know in real life had a card that said I can get McDonald's whatever I want. I don't remember who the fuck it was, or maybe it was a fever dream, or maybe I've had too much vanilla Coke. Well. Whoever it that was. That sounds... I don't know. It's like it, something they would do as like a promotion. <laughs> Maybe, but I know, I know like... Uh, I mean, they throw it? out a lot of that food anyways. I think it was... I, I, I've had friends who used to work at McDonald's, man. It, like, at the end of the night, if there's shit there and it goes cold, they toss it. Uh, they, I, they, I don't, they don't warm that shit up. Somebody. They toss that shit. Right. Well, of course they do. That talked about... Uh, they got given one of these cards which is like a you get it forever and he, he was like dude i'm fucking rich already like mm-hmm. you know like i got a number one song it's a, on it's billboard a novelty at that point. i don't need it yeah but it's it's you know giving free shit to rich people and uh he was doing an interview i think it was i well it's it's i might just marketing. ed sheeran because it was right. on graham norton but I, i'm pretty sure it was graham norton and he was like yeah, man. Like sometimes I will go and get McDonald's, but like if there's a homeless person out there, because I'm getting, you know, I I'm, I might get myself a Big Mac or whatever. But if there's a homeless person near or around or mm. multiple homeless people, I load them up. I get them, you know, two, three Big Mac meals, quarter pound or whatever they want, because I'm fucking rich, bro. I don't need this card. It, like yeah. double cheese. Yeah, I get it. You know, that has to be better than giving them drug money. Because, yeah, yeah, because it has like his <laughs> name on it and everything. Like it's like a fucking McDonald's credit card, except you never have to pay for it. That, so that reminds me, victims. So like, there's this guy, this homeless guy, right? And it was the day I met Jordan, actually, right? Okay. Um, our friend Jordan. So like the day I met him, it was Kyle's birthday. Um, uh, we were in Seattle. We went to GameWorks. We got super drunk. Um. And I remember there was this homeless guy, right? And uh, our friend Robbie, um, he he offered him a vanilla Coke because he was holding a he had, he was carrying a twelve pack with him, right? Because he he loves vanilla Coke and he just, just fucking has it. He's like, "Do you want this?" And the guy was like, "The fuck am I gonna do with that?" Like, I don't remember like what he said, but like he basically turned it down. I was like, "The fuck, all right." Um, but it's all like, right, yeah, bro, better than drug money, like. 
now, if I walk around downtown Seattle with like warm fucking Big Macs, are they going to turn it down? Probably not. Probably not. Like, how much would McDonald's really lose? Not even. If it not doubled even, as a food bank. I don't know. Yeah, he. he not. Are they, oh, the, the, the free marketing would be. You know, dude, he wasn't even around. like going in and being like, "Oh, what do you want? Yeah, let me get five Big Mac meals." Da, 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 you know, and just doing right. that. Like, no, he brought these people in with him. Like, he's not carrying this shit around. He's fucking you yeah, know yeah. if it is ed sheeran he's ed sheeran you know <laughs> no he's like y'all come with me you know like he's not about to walk out with like 50 bags of stuff and but he brings them all in and what's mcdonald's gonna say oh no we, we're not gonna serve them well i have this fucking magic card so you know that like to corporate i'm a big fucking deal and and the you fucking know? teenage girl behind the counter is gonna be like yes ed sheeran anything you want ed sheeran mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, so. he doesn't have to pay anyways because you know she, the teenage She'll girl behind the, the counter wallet. will you know we'll just be like absolutely pay for him, yeah. Right. Like, yeah, there's just so many things, but no, I never had a card like that. Um, I swear, I, someone we know in real life had a card like that. I, I legitimately remember. thought you were like making like some j- joke type situation. No. I know you, you ate up. a lot of McDonald's, and I know oh, I you um are as thin as a twig, but yeah. <laughs> I, no, um, I'm not making fun of you. I, I swear, no, no. somebody that you and I no, no, no. both knew in real life had such a card. Specifically, I, I thought you weren't like talking about one of these magical rich people cards no. that are ultra rare. I thought you were like making the joke like, hey, didn't you have like daddy's credit card type deal? Like no. where you could just where just infinite money. Nothing goes wrong. Just pull this card out and buy whatever you want. You know, no, like I mean, you and I both have one of those cards. It was called a Wick card. Yeah. <laughs> Food stamps. It was called EBT. Yeah. It was pretty great. We'd go up uh, to the mini mart up the road, bags. and we would we would get You're like sodas. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing with our free breadline money because we we're yep. we we're fucking dirt poor. <laughs> For context, me and Sarge knew each other a long time ago, right? Way back. Um, fuck, when did I meet you? How old was I? Ten? I don't know, dude. I think I was in like sixth or seventh grade. Yeah, I was ten and you were eleven. So I met you a long fucking time ago, right? And we're talking about like some people that we knew in high school, right? Calling them by their last names in this last segment. Yeah. FYI. For so don't worry about boxing. it. TLDR. Um, I spent a lot of money at this fucking pizza place, and I don't remember how we got onto this topic. Uh, I think we were talking about <laughs> cyberpunk. <laughs> I've had a lot to drink, so <laughs> yeah, all of those uh, cokes are really catching up to you, huh? Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna review the agenda. We were talking about G Fuel and its NFT project. Victim, what the fuck happened? Yeah. So and it just looks like they they I guess rug pulled it. It's kind yeah. of like the you can't um, even you, you can go to the site and they still got like all this shit there but it just is mint canceled and you can't yeah, i don't know all the kit when you click it nothing man. happens so we talked about it last episode g fuel was releasing an nft and it's like what the fuck why are they doing this it doesn't make sense uh now if you look at at g fuel nft at twitter.com it just they has like bio the tweets the bio says canceled and there's like no tweets or if they there are tweets them. i don't I don't know what they said. Yeah, um, the, the, it's basically an account they locked down and they're just not going to fucking use anymore, probably. Or it'll rear its head mm-hmm. like years down the road when NFTs are a little bit more yeah. acceptable, maybe. But like they had a blue check mark. Scammy. 
So had, I don't know how well that's going to go for them. They had a blue check mark and everything. Oh, we don't. Twitter's huge. Twitter's huge on NFTs. I know. I know. It's, it, it, it's, the, it's, it's Jack. The, the, the whole <laughs> the whole silence brand thing went away, and it's now silence hexagon. Because if you have an NFT profile picture, it comes up as a hexagon. So tell me, Victor, so. more about G Fuel. So I know. You, you drink it on every episode, and I don't ask you about it almost ever. But, like, so how does it even work? It's, it's a powder that you add to water? Like, yeah. It's fucking Gatorade, uh, bro. Like, <laughs> no, here. Uh, you know so what? So I'm thinking I'll, about it. So I have a better idea. Let, let me tell you. Let me tell you while you're getting up. Oh, you took your headphones off. I'll wait. I will wait very patiently. Uh, but for the audience, I will tell okay. you. Oh, he's back. Okay. So, um, to full disclosure, I am a frequent drinker of Mio Energy, which is like these little triangular little yeah. things that you squeeze into water and it turns into an energy drink, right? Um, G Fuel obviously is a powder that you put into a drink. Yeah. I understand that, but like, tell me more. So, what I got here is, I guess it's their their hydration formula. And the okay, but like you know, same deal. The, the tub's a little smaller, but it's basically the same shit. You know, powder inside, all that. It honestly though, it, it's a, I would say it's a it's like a cup of coffee, is what it feels like. It doesn't feel like I'm drinking a full can of Monster by any means, but it's it's pretty good. I I will say it's much cheaper than buying energy drinks, at least here in Canada. It's just like, like how many energy drinks do you get out of a single tub? Uh, I would say it, it, it says 40. That's like a single scoop serving, which is fine for probably a lot mm-hmm. of people. I sometimes need two. Sometimes I need one and a half. It just depends on the day at this point, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's, it's the same thing as like some, some days I used to make two coffees. So you get, I would say you get a range of 20 to 40 out of a single tub. Yeah. So let me tell you about my routine. And, and, and maybe uh, after I explain my routine, maybe you can recommend G Fuel to me, right? So um, back in the day, when I used to go into the office for work, right, before the pandemic, I would drink four, sometimes five, if I'm stressed out, Red Bulls a day. They were provided by the company for free in the fridges. How are you not dead? How am I not dead? I have a liver made of iron, cauterized by hatred and anger. (laughs) Red Bull is also, they they have the same stipulation as like a monster or a rock star or whatever, or a bang or whatever. But they are much less in volume. Yeah. And also, these are the, the tiny, like, 8.4-ounce Red Bulls. So, um, since the lockdowns They're began... They're meant to be shotgunned. So. Right. So, the lockdowns began. I, I worked from home. I bought a house um, in that order, which is crazy. And now, it's like, okay, well, I, I can't give up energy drinks, but I can't necessarily buy them in bulk either. It's kind of expensive. Right? So, I got these things, which... Uh, for listeners listening to the podcast, I'm holding up to the camera on the VOD, which you can find at odyssey.com. Um, Mio Energy, this is particularly the blue one, which is fucking delicious, by the way. Um, and basically, I squeeze this as hard as I can into my water cup for four seconds, like four real seconds, like one Mississippi, two Mississippi, whatever, right? Four seconds, and then it's like it's a blue, tasty drink that is highly caffeinated energy drink quality it's like a red bull right and yeah um i have like a tub full of these like of these like just multiple because i buy them whenever they're available and um it's kind of pricey i don't know what the price is 
Destiny buys them. She's in the chat. She just she handed me to this off camera. She handed me this off camera to show. Uh, I don't actually know how much they cost, but so, uh, I think they're kind of pricey when you look at like over time, like how many I bought and like how expensive each individual one is. Because you don't buy them in bulk, you buy them one by one, right? So G yeah. Fuel, what, what does it cost you? Four dollars so, per bottle, by the way. The this is four dollars. Okay, so I think what I would get is i think normally like 35 dollars before anything that's usd and you you can find a 30 percent off code because they do all that influencer stuff um which brings it down to about 20 but 25 bucks i think it's 26 bucks but um i think then like i have to pay 10 dollars shipping so it comes back up to being 35 anyways damn um and then i had to pay exchange so i think it comes out to be about like 42 43 ish dollars a tub okay so 40 dollars um, ish a tub how many drinks that, yeah. are in a tub uh, i yeah i i i'll estimate to be about 30 to 35 is a is a good reasonable range to say. so 30 cups it's supposed to be 40 servings but that's never accurate on anything ever so if it's supposed to be 40 and you think it's like 30 let's do 35 so 35 servings divided by oh shit uh so 35 servings divided by how much do you pay uh about 43 ish that's can that's canadian so like 35 usd 35 and then whatever your tax would be i guess i don't know your tax would be in the area but so 35 servings divided by 45 cups. Sorry, dollars. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's about like, that's less than a dollar. Right? That's a 0.7777 line over the top. Yeah, it, um, it's, it's pretty good, all it's things bad. considered. Yeah. Uh, and that, that's why I've been getting it. Uh, and I think I've talked about this before, but uh, it's not even about the exchange rate or, mm-hmm. or the money for buying um, like monsters here. You just can't buy them in bulk. And if you, if I want to order them off Amazon, I can, but it's a hundred dollars shipping. Damn. So as a Canadian, like G Fuel seems like a pretty affordable option for you. Yeah, it really is. And that's why I was kind of sad. I was like, fuck, you know, like I, it, I'm not that much of like a guy that really gets pissy about like, oh no, my company is bad anyways. But like, I don't know. Buying a bunch of G Fuel and then they go and start scamming people just felt weird. It's like I was like I, I looked I, I did I looked around for alternatives and there's some but they're really expensive and they do not do the same thing G Fuel does. Right. So it's it was one of those ones of like they these are literally the most consumer friendly like I guess they're called gamer supplements. I just wanted fucking energy drinks that were cheaper. Honestly, that's all I was after. It's funny you call them that because like Gamer Subs is a new company and I get their ads yeah. on TikTok all the fucking time. Like we I want to partner with 1,000 streamers. I think that's them. Charge, what? Yeah. What? Say again. I was gonna say I keep getting these ads that are like, we want to partner with a thousand streamers and yeah. shit. Uh, and I was like, I don't remember their name, but gamer subs. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They keep using that the one time. sound, the the do 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 do, where you do the kick mm-hmm. and the dance. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Your for you page and my for you page are probably drastically different. Oh yeah, not even the same. Not even close. But I'm going to keep sending you TikToks until you, you know, <laughs> have the same until what? Uh, until what? My For You page changes to yours? Good luck. <laughs> I know, I know. The, the amount that I interact with lesbian TikTok 
is too goddamn high. It's you your haircut, why? man. It's your haircut. No, no. It's because <laughs> they are just better. I've I've saw straight TikTok when I joined, and you know what I don't want to see? Every fucking video of the same four people doing the same six dances. I know. Well, you know, you know how you that's a little kids one though. Yeah, you know how you solve this, Sarge? You Mm -hmm. stop watching those. You skip past them. (laughs) I I did. I did. And then I found the lesbians and they were like, yo, we're gonna make like dad jokes and shit. And I was like, I'm fucking here for it. Let's go. I love all of you. Interact until I can't anymore. Like like, comment, Mm -hmm. all of it. Half the TikToks on my for you page is like e-girls doing dances or shilling their OnlyFans page and the other half is like gaming news like it's all right yeah I think everyone gets recommended that I, I've seen people do like you know here's the fresh account on a fresh computer or fresh inst- or, uh, VPN, yeah not VPN, uh virtual machine check Before out it's my English, Instagram I, can speak. I feel bad and for then, Vic though literally like three or four videos in it's just mm-hmm. here's my tits here's my ass just right. enough that TikTok doesn't ban me and sure enough, every one of them has a linked Instagram, and every one of those Instagrams has an all your links or fucking whatever website that yeah. has like link aggregators. And then link in that in that you link know, aggregator, they have an OnlyFans link or a Twitter I, SW link. And every every time, every time. I think I've talked about this. Somebody dancing, Jade J A Y D E can dance. Yeah, but she. I, I think she like, they can all dance. It's okay. Those, yeah, no, no, she doesn't do like the TikTok dances. She's like a dancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. She's she's pretty cool. I, I just want to point out that I feel bad for for and uh, I also God. feel bad for you, Sarge, because I send you so fucking many. I haven't opened I mean, up you're talking good. a little bit. I need to. There, I, I know there's I don't genuine say things or send stuff back, but like sometimes I'll let you get up there. Like I'll see like 15, and I'll be like, I'm gonna go just scroll on that. It's better, than, <laughs> better than scrolling my for you page sometimes. Sometimes yeah. I know because like if you don't, it'll grow. And you'll have like fifty unread like fucking like yeah. shares from me, like just because I I do that all the time. Um, but yeah, but before we get off the topic of uh, TikTok, e girl thoughts, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. um, I I feel a little bit bad for like how the platform's kind of going because mm-hmm. like I, I've talked about it before. I'm not a prude, but at the same time. I don't know. I like to separate my content. If I want to watch porn, I can go to Pornhub. It's right there. No, believe or me. Like, they're with site. you. Like, the company is with you because, like, these people get banned but, all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I'm just, like, I hate thinking like this because I know it's, it's kind of a weird take sometimes. But, like, the platform was literally aimed at kids originally. Mm-hmm. I, it's just, or just like, weird that, like, family like friendly these women content. are literally advertising porn half the time, man. Right. And, and then, it's just, like, yeah, like I, I get, get it. it. It's where the views are. They got to make money. They got to advertise a network. That's just how. That's how that shit works. I don't know if they really get views because, like, there but... there are people out there that get a lot more views than these. Like, let's call them sex workers, right? Um yeah. So there's a lot of girls that they their their only existence on TikTok is to shill for their OnlyFans page, or they call it accounting. Like, uh, so so irony points out in the chat um that yet they they call it accounting because that's a safe way to say it and also like oh yeah that's another reason why i want to point out podcasting 2.0 fucking amazing the future like liberate your fucking self because like they're to take tiktok for example right they say things like on alive instead of kill they say things like accounting instead of sex work they say you know it's they say open instead of show me your tits (laughs) They say a bunch of bullshit instead of what they actually mean. 
And it's yeah. just become normal the Roblox in it. on that app because they expect the algorithm, the, the moderation algorithm to take them down if they step out of line. And it's like, no, podcasting 2.0 enables you. Like, you should be able to say whatever you want. Like, if let's say, like, like take current events, for example. And I don't want to stand current events because, you know, nobody gives a shit about our opinions. This is a video game podcast, right? But, yeah. like, take yeah. current events, for example. Let's say you feel really strongly one way or another about, like, the Supreme Court, like, leak about Roe v. Wade, Right. Uh, and let's say you wanted to advocate for burning down some houses that belong to some Supreme Court justices. If you tried to say that on YouTube, you would be banned. But podcasting 2.0, like, you're just an RSS feed, right? Like, people can send you Bitcoin. It's fine. Say whatever the fuck you want, right? You want, Be as extreme as you want, right? Advocate for whatever you want. You're free. You don't have to say these stupid code words, like, unalive. It's so stupid. <laughs> like, say what you mean. And people will support you uh, if you, you know, market it right, right? Um, you can be, you know, ex- as extreme as you want. Like, that's not what we do on this show. But um, it's enabled, right? Um, yeah, I can't pet that cat makes me want to commit Pikachu bath. Oh, I know. My cat in the background. It ran just away. Just off screen. Yeah. He's standing in front of my fucking, like, floodlight. Like, I'm going to go blind myself. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. He's just got a quest. Yeah. I know. He's got a quest. Talk to him. <laughs> I mean, it's give me more food. But... Obviously. Oh, but... yeah. Like, he wants more food, but he's already been fed for dinner. So it's like, no, you're going to get fat. Like, stop. <laughs> yeah, that's my cat in a nutshell. Oh, yeah. Although, I, I like to think that her reasoning is that she was an abandoned cat as a kitten in, like, mm-hmm. the middle of the fucking forest. Up in the middle of fucking nowhere. So... I think part of it is is that she looks at it, and when there's no food there, she's like, "Oh fuck, I might starve." You know, wild cat instincts. So like, if I don't got food, I ain't living. Uh-huh. So, so I'm gonna be real with you guys. I've had a lot of vanilla coke. I need to go oh, no. use the bathroom. <laughs> oh no! Rest in peace. So, uh, Sarge, help me out here. Um, so last episode we talked to Trio Doug about anime, and I'm pretty sure he was joking. Like, as an insult, but also joking about uh, My Hero Academia being better than Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, pretty <laughs> oh, sure right. that was a joke, I because for, My Hero Academia is... Somebody because he thought fucking Japanese X-Men was better than Japanese Harry Potter. I'm yeah. sure it was a joke, but tell us. I, tell us right. while I go use the bathroom. No, that, that is uh, a true statement. Tell us while I go use the bathroom why JJK is your oh, favorite I, anime. Go. I got beef with fucking Vic too, because he's over here being like, "No, I don't want to watch an all-powerful wizard socially seduce an orphan teen and then feed him parts of a demon to make him a strong wizard." No, I don't. I'd rather watch the X Men. I I don't know if I would if I would compare uh, Jujutsu Kaisen to uh, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. No, I no. mean, what, what I, people call yeah. anime Harry Potter is Naruto. Believe it. That, 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 is, that is a, a real thing that people can do. There, there's no, Kaisen not is, really magic in Naruto. I yeah, mean, but yeah. you can't really call them magic either. Anymore. Yeah. Like, they're about as magic as Naruto is magic. I mean, they, they legitimately are like, yo, these are like magic things. And like, we're wizards and shit. Like, I mean, they throw an awful lot of hands to be wizards, just saying. Yeah. Uh, well, one does, but not Gojo, who just throws an awful lot of fucking 
nuclear attacks. That's so. But anyway, uh, yeah, I I think it's really really good. Like for everything, like the animation and everything. Plus, it I don't know. It feels fresh compared to like other shonen series that have come out and everything. It it has the same stuff, but like instead of getting filler episodes for the comedic relief, it's like baked in. the The pacing doesn't seem off, which I've seen a lot of newer animes have issues with. Like uh, Demon Slayer, you I feel like tell me there's any pacing problems with Demon Slayer. It is the best anime right yeah, now. Yeah, I I don't know if I'd say there's no, pacing problems. No, no. I, it I feel it has, outsells it has... all of Western comics at least, which is a low bar. We talked about that. Last has, time. I'm not saying Demon Slayer is <laughs> yeah. bad. I liked Demon Slayer. Like I I finished it and everything. But I don't know. I, I think... You're not gonna tell me there's any filler in Demon Slayer and not in JJK. Yeah, I think Jujutsu Kaisen's no. situation is more to the fact that it's got really good source material and the anime did okay. It didn't it I didn't mean, hurt the source material any. It was yeah, I, I'm just saying good. that for Demon Slayer it it almost seems like there are some things begging to be expounded on. You know, that they just like no, move on with the story. And that's fine, but it's that new age thing where like even if you go back and watch like uh the first part of Naruto not ship it in and you skip like the fillery stuff, those episodes still grow other characters and everything. You're yeah, not I mean not that that was the that was the argument that was made for like the last like two hundred episodes of Naruto that were one hundred percent like filler additive. Was literally There's that, so like, well, work. at least they, you know, built on these That's characters. So but, much filler. <laughs> but the issue is that those characters were not even really plot important. They, they, they never even all that character development that they worked on never went yeah. to anything. It never came to fruition. It just yeah. was there. Which I is, watched all of those episodes, and I still regret it to this day. What the fuck was I thinking? Yeah, it, it's unfortunate. But like the the first bit, the the first like, what is it? A hundred episodes before they switched the ship it in. The, no, like, it was like. 200, 200 okay. some. I, I mean, there was, ish. there was some filler in there. It, but it doubled, like, it, it literally doubled the anime in size of it, a, a, like episode list. Those episodes, they still went to like, uh, as they went to fight, what's his name? Uh, Zabuza? Zabuza? Yeah. I think the sword yeah, guy like, from the game. Like, I didn't watch the, the anime, the, I played the game. The and first I, know it was a sword dude, I was gonna say the first dude with the executioner sword. Right. As they went to fight him and everything, like you had a lot of build-up that for just all the team seven and everything. But with Demon Slayer, it's like, oh yeah, we met this dude on the road, he's crying about somebody needing to marry him. And it's like, okay, now we're best friends. Like all right, they definitely do a lot of. Quick. They definitely do a lot with them, but something. But they you do know, push that I, a little faster than normal. It, well, it just feels faster. Hold on, hold on, Rick. You were saying. You were so there's a very key difference between both anime that were made in the early mid 2000s and now. Now you have to do things in seasons of what, 12, 20 to 12 to 24 episodes, depending on average. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Naruto. They're just like, here's some blank fucking checks. 
make anime until you die, nerds. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. To be fair, uh, Naruto did follow the twelve episode thing for a little bit, but once it got like explosively popular, they just threw that out and just, just keep fucking making it episodes. Just keep. Yeah, going. but Here's it was a lot check. more like Dragon. Ball. Oh, no, your hands full. Yeah, off. exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was structured like Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, where it's like, hey, we're gonna go fight the sword guy. All right, in twelve episodes, we'll fucking get there uh, after yep. we're done having conversation. Yeah, and but flashbacks. Then... Yeah, there, but there was, you know, a certain level of building and everything. And I uh, watched a lot of the filler for Naruto. Not all of it, but, uh, like, those those were the comedic relief and, like, the take the thing off it. But mm-hmm. I, I do think in uh, Jujutsu Kaisen that the comedic relief being kind of, like, built in is better because it, it's not overdone. To the point, like, uh, there was one part where Gojo's talking to what's-his-name, the main character, and he's like, uh, yeah, you probably can't do this, and he's like, uh, can I do a Kamehameha, Shadow Clone Jutsu, da-da-da-da, and he's, like, making all these references, which is cool, it's like, yeah, but he's like, uh, no, and then he turns into, like, weird white blobby thing, and he's like, oh, no, and it's like, that's it, that's, that's the whole, like, just for a second, it's a bit, but it's also teaching you about this crazy system of power and shit that they have, which I they think build is a lot really of, well. Well, they build a lot into JJK. They build a lot of the tropes into the anime just as yeah. it's like, if you tell your opponent how your powers work, your powers are more effective. Yeah. That is the law of the land. So <laughs> when you meet somebody, they'll spend the next five minutes telling you how badass they are. Yeah. And, and it's kind of it's kind of got that like satirical take to it too, which I like. Like uh, fucking One Punch Man, you know. It and it it just feels well balanced in all of its fuckery, and I like it. And if you haven't seen it, you should just go watch it because there are some really good animation points where it's just like... So for One Punch Man, I've seen like a few awesome. bits, a few episodes of the first season, but I, I stopped. Like, I should Yeah, One go Punch back. Man didn't land for me. Neither did Mob. Yeah. Um, I gotta say, uh, like, uh, just like I said last episode, like alert. every time I, I look, every time I look at anime and it's like, I could just rewatch Gundam. That's fair, Dylan, but you know, you could also broaden your horizons a bit. I know um, I should and I, I don't have time. Like I think um, when I'm Dude, Jujutsu Kaisen is like fucking literally ten episodes. It's twelve. I know. Uh, no, but also episodes. with Jujutsu Kaisen, funny mm-hmm. enough, and I'll stand by this, people have been people have gotten mad at me before, but you can literally just watch all the fight scenes and understand what's going on. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Jujutsu Kaisen. I, for the record, I don't think it's a bad. Be detached. Or oh attached well, they'll tell but... in the in the fight. They'll explain what's going on. Yeah, yeah, and it's partially because it's uh, most of the fights are Gojo, effectively, or Gojo narrating like a tournament thing, like the tuning exam. If yeah, they well, and, you know, we talk about the you know that one. We talk about filler. Definitely the baseball was just pure fucking filler, and I will oh, fight anybody yeah. if they yeah. say otherwise. Yeah. Um, no, they have a baseball game, and that's just fucking nothing. <laughs> fucking, uh, it's it's kind of hilarious, though. 
But, oh, I'm not going to argue that you can't have that stuff, but it, yeah. But the and the school fights uh, between the two different uh, schools that yeah. was uh, usable for stuff because you know they explore the different dynamics and use it as a chance to show off what the other school and even yeah. our school's characters can do. Honestly, if like Kakashi and Naruto had a more main character role. Like, if he was always there and, like, explaining shit, that's kind of how JJK feels, right? Like, you got the main teacher guy, so you're learning this stuff. And he's like, yo, we're going to grab the actual main character, and I'm going to bring him to this fight because I'm super fucking OP and everything. And then I'm going to explain as I beat this fucking monster's ass into oblivion all the shit we're doing because I have to teach you. You're my student, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, I think, I think the big takeaway helps. from it all <laughs> is that it, it definitely was inspired by everything around it, but it, it tried to do something a bit more. I don't want to say profound. That's the wrong word, but like you tried to do something a bit more like fleshed out, filled out. So it, yeah. it, it's basically the Naruto timeline without Dude, it's all power as much system. fluff. Yeah. Like it's all power, power system. system. And everything is superb. For even if you look at it and you're just like, oh yeah, it's kind of like a satirical comedy-ish thing. Like, really look into the power system of it and like how the abilities and, and it's like, whoa, dude! Like, I think part of the issue is a lot, lot of not fucking time in the anime yet. Uh, yeah, but but it's like super flushed out. Like it's wild, and it makes you maybe take a second look at like oh it's kind of satirical laughs and everything ish and you're like no they want to be taken seriously they just have this like cover of paint over them that's like make it edible like uh, uh candy coated medicine for kids and it's like that's pretty cool like i that I shit works it. man like my I have my my sons were like sick the other day, and uh, yeah. my Tylenol is bubblegum flavored. And I tell you, it makes a fucking difference. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I remember getting medicine where it was just liquid and thicker than all hell, but it was bright pink like Pepto Bismol, and it tasted like bubblegum. Ask me what medicine I've been on in my life. I know one. It well outside of like adult stuff and it was a aspirin when i was a kid and had heart diseases because everything else was fucking bubblegum pink liquid what's in there don't fucking know but i'm not dead so it worked Mm -hmm. and they're all (laughs) different and you don't know how many there were (laughs) yeah was it was it antibiotics was it fucking you know banana flavored i don't know bro yeah it's absolutely wild now what they need is they need to make uh candy flavored um fuck what's that shit diabetics need insulin insulin <laughs> candy flavored insulin and then I think we would save the world no. But, well no 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 because then somebody will just make it impossible to buy yeah insulin um, yeah. Fair, fair. it's not that people don't take insulin Dylan it's that they can't they can't afford <laughs> they it. can't find it <laughs> yeah right insulin goes into the bloodstream though like yeah well, they shoot their I, yeah, belly button typically or in the belly. Yeah, in the oh, I don't even want to think about that. That makes me uncomfortable. (laughs) Oh no, Dylan, it's not like that one's one of the least comfortable things. Yeah, there's like medical procedures you have to like perform on yourself type deal to like stay alive. Mm -hmm. That's 
That's low on the I list. Hear, I hear playing Far Cry 2 in real life. Yeah. So, <laughs> speaking of... Except that it's um, in malaria. Well, I guess not speaking of Far Cry, but like... Um, so, we're about an hour and 55 into the recording. But I have a couple more agenda items that I don't think are going to be worthy okay. of rolling over to the next episode. Fair. So, I kind of want to get through them really quick. Maybe like rapid fire, right? So All right. Rapid fire topics. Pew, pew. So, let's, let's rapid fire for a little bit. Okay. So, topic number one, Postal 4. It's out. Have you heard, Victim? Uh, I saw, but <laughs> I, I think Postal is one of those games that it's, it's a novelty for certain. It is a novelty, absolutely. It, it's not a game you pick up and you, you, know, you dump 100 hours in. So it's not, it's not my kind of game. game it's not alone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a shit post it of a game. It's a shit posting game. You're right. So, this game was so critically panned. It was critically panned, but the user reviews are pretty positive, which usually means sounds like every postal game, okay? Right, which sounds like every postal game. But Postal Three, like even the the developers of Postal Three, will say that game sucked. <laughs> like, well, uh, that was the point. In fact, they're on meant TikTok to be taken saying seriously. that game sucked and that you should pirate it. Like yeah. that's actually what they're saying. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like so slow down, steal this uh, album. Yeah, no, they they literally mm-hmm. say that. Um, so Postal 4 came out. I wanted to, to bring it up because I thought it was uh, humorous that, you know, the, the games journalists of the world, like IGNs of the world, um, they were like, yeah, Postal 4 sucks. Don't play it. And then all the people that played it are like, no, nah, it's great. <laughs> it's novelty, well, but it's fun. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, aren't they always? Yeah. I mean, Postal was the, you know, one of those games that made fun of game journalists back in the day. Like, I think Postal 2 had, like, a gravestone for, like, games journalism <laughs> in the graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> Look, any game that allows me to piss is a great game. That's great. Um, all right. Rapid Fire, Rapid Fire, Rapid Fire. Uh, Crazy Taxi uh, is going to be remade Rest by whoever the fuck made Crazy Taxi. <laughs> and they're going to microtransaction the shit out of it. It Can looks horrible. That? It is it's I, funny because the original Crazy Taxi is one of those like cult classic games, right? Yeah. And they're just well, gonna fucking look it up. This is gonna ruin it. It's so unfortunate. It's like, damn. I think I'll just continue to play the original on my Xbox. Yeah, I mean the original still plays fine. So fuck it. Why yeah. not? And I have it. Like I have the GameCube game ISO. Uh, or you can even play the Simpsons. Uh, I was gonna say that's still. I was gonna say the okay. Simpsons version. I liked way better. It, it's not know. better, but it has some things that are that are better. Just not. I done like great. it better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like for instance, like the dialogue is very repetitive. It's it's cool, but it's super repetitive. Yeah, it's fine. So rapid fire, rapid fire. Amy Hennig. Did we talk about her last episode? I don't remember. Probably not. Uh, I don't know who that is. This time, Mister Perfect. I think we might have mentioned it briefly. So uh, she's working on a new Star Wars game, right? That's right. We did mention that. Okay. Okay. Cool. So, sorry, so let me tell you about Amy exciting. Hennig. Exciting. So, Amy Hennig is a superstar fucking video games writer. She my, wrote, my favorite video game writer. Probably the best. One of the best in the industry. She wrote a very popular video game called Legacy of Kane's Soul Reaver, right? Which is probably oh. one of the best games ever fucking made. Ever. And uh, she also made another game called Uncharted. I don't know who played that. Whatever. Um, She also wrote another game called Last of Us. Who I don't know. Uh, Whatever. Um, But she's popular, right? So she's pretty good at writing, right? And Naughty Dog fired her um, disgracefully. Um, And they really shouldn't have fucking done that. And now she's making a Star Wars game. They they basically laid her off. They were like, hey, we don't need you anymore. We got this guy named Neil Druckmann. Hey, come write our story-based game. Okay. Yeah. Well, 
So there's a well. I have funny theories about why this. that was too. Uh, One at a time, Hinnick's, Rick. Go. <laughs> Amy Hennig's Star Wars game was already canceled once. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Back in, three years ago, roughly, they canceled her uh, Star Wars game because it was uh, during the everything that every all the fans like is bad Star Wars time frame. Oh yeah, like um, when the movies are coming out, like the new ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she left EA, but now she's back. She's back, and she's a I talented writer. Someone with Disney well, connections, when it's very clearly it's EA. I I don't know what my brain was thinking there. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they. I'm now if she's working for EA now. She oh, she only writes for video games. That's why you're you're confused, Sarge. Because like Star Wars is obviously a Disney property, but like the video game space for Star Wars is a little like confusing. It's gotta be licensed. Right, it was licensed to EA for a very a long time. Okay. Oh, okay. I so think EA's license expired. Getting his cup? Oh, I'll come to your house. I'll take my f- pound of flesh. Rick, I'll go get ahead. my cup. What were you saying? Oh, so it's the Star Wars Eclipse. Is that the name of the game? I I think so. Okay, uh, so that's, High yeah, Republic. They all muddy, kind of meld together yeah. at this point for me. But yeah, yeah. So Something it's High like Republic, that. made by Quantic Dream. Sure. By Quantic Dream. Well, yes. they made some uh, games that you might know. Such as? Such as what? Well, I actually don't know. <laughs> I forget yeah, offhand, but. I'm, I'm trying to look, and it's just like. People what also search for Sony Interactive. <laughs> and it's Detroit like, Become Human. Oh, Heavy that's the Cage uh, game. Yeah, yeah. You know what? An Amy Fucking Eddie shit. It's a version of a game like that could be really cool. Oh, oh, because that, okay. that format's not the problem. I it's, heard it's, the, it's the stilted storytelling that's games. the problem with those games. So, so, Rick, you were saying? Oh, no, I just, I hope David Cage isn't touching this. Is basically oh, I hope so, saying. too, yeah, because yeah, yeah. he's kind of a fraud. <laughs> he's they, kind of the him. worst person. Like, not, he's up there with uh, Epic. He's up there yeah, with Joss for, Whedon of, like, yeah. you know, I made a good movie once, but I'm shitty. <laughs> and also, I actually anything. can't write. It was right. some of it, it was my team that did this. Yeah, and I took credit for it, and then I abused women. That's great. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah, and and also, when he says his name, it's David Cage. Cage. David Cage. You know, yes. maker of Detroit Become Human Cage. <laughs> well, he's trying to become human. That's what the game was about, right? Right. But also, you know, they. No, and he undercuts his own story. I will never forgive the Detroit Become Human where the nanny is like, the nanny android's like, oh, I guess I've got feelings for this little girl. And then cut to the end and they're like, oh, by the way, the little girl's also a fucking android. So all of this character development's meaningless because, yes, of course, androids can get along with each other. But the guy from General Hospital was a revolutionary android leader, man. (sighs) Yeah, whatever. It was terrible. It was bad. Okay, my question, though. Is Star Wars Eclipse going to be one of these ultra movie story games? Because if, if Amy Hennig's writing it, it'll probably be great. That's I all I'm saying. don't know because quite not literally they did a driven games. They I did a cinematic a reveal. They've done a cinematic reveal back in December 9th of 2021 and fucking nothing else since. Mm. It's not a clue. Yeah, a so cinematic trailer is nothing. Yeah. I think there's potential because Amy, I trust Amy like, Hennig as a writer, right? It looks like they have three-eyed chocobo in a basket here, and I'm kind of fucking down for it. 
Right, so Sorry. again, rapid fire, rapid fire. Yeah, so, moving on. Xenoblade Chronicles three. Uh, to prepare for the inevitable launch of Xenoblade Chronicles three later this month, I wanted to replay Xenoblade Chronicles one. I just, I can't bring myself to do it. Like I get through the intro and then I quit every time. It's fine. I'll, I'll do it for you. We're after Cyberpunk. It's Phantom Brave and then that. So. Okay, I will watch your playthrough because I kind of know what happens. Like I know enough of what happens to like not. I only know the ending. It. Yeah, exactly. So. It's like. I already know what happens. Which kind of fucking sucks, but whatever. I, I just I can't bring myself to play. Like I tried playing it again, and it's like it's never come up. Like I I, I started. I, just, I need I need to know the context for three. It's that's that literally the only reason. I get and it. Three looks so fucking good. I can't wait. Three I'm looks... gonna play it so fast. Speaking of Mecca, fuck, you could probably get Trio Duggan on that. I don't know what he's. <laughs> in, I don't know how much he's. You know, into, if they like, would let you play with the girls, but. If they'd let you play with the Mecha more in the Xenoblade Chronicles, uh, it'd be better. Yeah, well, in uh, in three, it looks like it's going to be a staple of combat. Yeah, just give me Armored Core. Give me a Gundam game that plays like Armored Core too. And oh, don't worry, we're getting a Gundam game. No, it's a hero. No, no, we're not. No, we're not. You don't talk about that. That doesn't exist. So, Sarge, uh, you you mentioned on the ads in my AAA podcast. You mentioned on the pre-show, Sarge, that you're getting faster internet soon, which makes me wonder if you're going to have a return to streaming. Uh, and when oh, you yeah. return to streaming, I think you... All titties, all the time. Yeah, I think you should play Anyways. Damon X Machina on Steam. Yeah. Maybe. I'm going to add that to my long list. So but let me tell you about too. Damon X Machina. Damon X Machina is made by a company called Marvelous, right? Marvelous is staffed by people who made the OG armored core games including like lead artists and stuff like important people in the development of armored core um, yeah. um there's an issue money is gonna be tight uh, that's fair i mean maybe you can get it on sale i don't want to get it on sale it's, it's old enough yeah, Steam yeah. it's not least. new it's not new at all i've beaten it already like oh. on the switch <laughs> i feel like you told me when it was coming out like it, not long ago like well it was um if you recall if you recall in old episodes of our podcast, I said Damon yeah. X Machina was my game of the year, I think, for 2019. Yeah. Um, it was the best game I played in 2019, and I fucking love it. Damon X Machina, game of the year, 2019. I don't know if it came out in 2019, but it was the best game I played in yeah, 2019. Yeah, I think it's relatively recent. Yeah. For certain reasons uh, that I don't want to get into here because it's kind of still up in the air, uh, money's going to be relatively tight, which is cool because the internet i'm paying for now is going to be way more expensive than the good internet that i'll have access to later on this summer but i i really have to tighten up for a major expenditure so Mm -hmm. yeah you don't have to give us the details but you know point is is that i know um good internet is on your horizon in one way or another and oh, I yeah. think Damon X Machina, like that's your armored core right there, man. Like you gotta yep. try it, you gotta play it. It's so but good. I be, but I, I want it to be Gundam armored core. I mean, it kind of looks no. like Gundam. I mean, it's got that cell shaded look. It's got a cell shaded look. Yeah. It reminds me. It's a of, little darker than Gundam though, but yeah, it reminds me of like the 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 newer Gundam shows with the cell shaded, right? Ooh, yeah. No, hey, there you go. Wait, if you wait, really wait. need to go back in time and play anime robot games, play uh, Robotech Battle Cry. Oh, hey, I have the ISO for that. It's on my Xbox right now, on my emulator. Like, oh, one day. Dylan, <laughs> I'm going to let you know $50. right now, when you do play that, it will save you a lot of struggle and time. Just 
cheat and unlock everything because <laughs> the game is stupidly hard and uh -huh. unfair. And don't worry, even with everything unlocked, it'll still kick your ass once in a while because it'll be like, hey, you know what you should do now? Escort quest. Ooh. Oh. Oh my He's god. Superman in it. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Fuck. All I heard was escort quests, and I was watching Damon X Machina stuff, thinking about uh, Armored Core, and I was like, oh no, the escort quests in that were the worst. Oh. Yeah, they were. I remember. Um, like, so, worse than any other game I've ever played, but yeah. Rapid Fire. So, AAA games, uh, both Sony and Microsoft have different proposals for ads in AAA games. Can yep. you believe that? I mean, it, it's very believable, but it's like... I'm going to be real. Fuck? If they're just billboards, shit in the background that I don't need to focus on or give a flying fuck about, whatever. Uh-huh. If it, if it means that... Uh, obviously, it's not going to mean this. Like, if I'm it meant that games could be cheaper, if they could, you know, push better content or do whatever, which obviously we know nowadays that that's usually not the case. No, them just asking for money. more money is literally just them saying, give us more money. It, it means very little else outside of that. But if they could prove to me that it meant more, uh, better development, you know, better content, maybe faster releases even, or whatever it ends up meaning, mm -hmm. then yeah, fuck it. I don't give a shit. As long as it's not shoved yeah. in my throat, shoved in my face. Like I remember Jet Moto, like the Mountain Dew ads. Yeah. <laughs> Doritos. Yeah, well, it's my like... understanding is that this wasn't going to be used for AAA, mm. theoretically. It was supposed to be used for their free-to-play games. Yeah. Correct. At I least mean, that's, that's what they'd say. You should, yeah. I, I should probably like you know clarify. You were absolutely correct. So like high-budget, like AAA, free-to-play titles. Which like, is annoying in its own right, but maybe it could reduce the amount of try-to-sell-me things in-game. Yeah, hopefully. hopefully. At least as far as, like, because, you know, like there are several games that we played throughout our you know our time span playing where it's like pay to do better never pay to pay to play is a little bit mm -hmm. of a stretch in a lot of the games but it's pay to have a decent time in the game pay right. to make it not feel like a job yeah yep. and like warframe is guilty of this like obviously i am a huge warframe shill obviously you're not going to join me in this game but uh, you know, Warframe has this problem where it's like, hey, you should pay Platinum to rush this build. And, you know, building Warframe takes like three real-life fucking days. That's ridiculous. Yeah, total right? three and a half, because each hey, blueprints take, uh, mm -hmm. I think, like half a day. And then after that point, it's three days, yeah. man. And I get if it. If you're like... talking about jobs in video games, why are you talking about Warframe or any other game besides fucking Excel spreadsheet simulator? Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say like Eve had like recently, uh, Eve announced that they were partnering with Microsoft for Excel integration. That's... Oh my god, that's so self-aware at the same time so as it's really wet. cringe. I love it. It's like it's so bad, but it's like you know this is a problem. Yeah, fuck it. I mean, that, well, yeah. like at this point, I, at this whatever. point, also I assume that their internet, like their in-game internet, is fully integrated with the real-world internet. Too. Yeah, well. their in-game internet that that was the thing that caught me more than anything else was just the in-game internet in eve being a functional internet in the game like where, where uh, corporations would have their own websites and advertisements and stuff it was just if we ever get deep dive vr we're all gonna get trapped in fucking eve aren't we 
No. I mean, no. Eve is not really a game that's that supportive. No, actually. Thing, um. Oh, go ahead. So, um. Well, you go ahead. What do you have to say? Oh, I was gonna say it was gonna be Star Citizen. Yeah. Oh, I know. I've been as sharing... much as I fucking hate yeah. it. I, I, you know, at rapid fire, we're skipping Star Citizen. Just know <laughs> that I give the game giant middle finger. I know. I'm going it's into not really a game. dangerous. I want it to be good, but I know it's not going to be. Um. So. I, that brings me to what I think should be our last topic of today's episode. Um, so, Victim, you shared something with me the other day. Yes. Um, that HeroCraft was relaunching <laughs> once again. Oh, yes. What is this, the yeah. fourth, fifth time? Like uh, uh, A while. I, I, I think it's like the third time. What do you like, know? In terms of like relaunching. What do you obviously know? Obviously, they've always done their try to re re-push, but... Tell me more. What do you know about this? I don't this? know. I, it feels weird because, like, on one hand, I kind of agree with Kane on, on, on like, one thing. Obviously, the nostalgia is there. And I would love it if HeroCraft could, you know, be time immemorial, immortal. The quality stays fucking amazing for the rest of fucking, you know, time. And we can just sit there and, and have a blast playing it for however long we fucking are willing to sit there. But, like, that's not reality, unfortunately. And it's probably just going to be a flop, which I, I don't want to be pessimistic about it. Again, uh, if it came back strong and, like, it had, like, a couple hundred people playing it, I'm sure we'd all give it, a, you know, at least a month to see how it goes. But it's not going to. It's it's going to be, like, 20 people max. And we're probably going to log in, look at it, and be like, eh. And, just, and even not even that for some of us, I'm sure. But, yeah, so I'm going to point out something on the post of remastered members who liked it dylan uh-huh victim <laughs> alator kanzo nuclear couch and nick rochafora who's on uh, who's made zero messages he's a new no one else I'm, so but what i'm pointing out is six people and then posted by delta i guess so yeah seven so seven people we know for a fact seven people have seen it Who's I know. The I know. Out? There's a. I know. There's a lot more people out there that know about it through the Discord because I yeah. talked to. I forget his name now, but he he mentioned it, and they had they have a decently sized back end team that are working on it. So oh. there's probably a somewhat decent word of mouth, but that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Honestly. Minecraft. It, we, me and me and Dream are talking about this. Minecraft has this unfortunate, like trend. Or had this unfortunate trend. I guess it's long since come to be solidified i guess that mini game servers just took over little kids wanted short bursts of fun not you know a big thing to work towards no it's like not even just the heroes plugin but like heroes like servers like heroes that are like communities that are meant to be like built upon and really like like worked at are just dead kids don't want that and little kids the only people playing minecraft you know well, in any extreme yeah. amounts of time well right well like dylan how much free time do you have? Fucking almost none. Uh, but at the same time, like I, a little, like well, I mean, of course, we all. One have thing about Minecraft time. or HeroCraft in that extension, sorry, Rick, but like it's just one of those ones. So like, you could probably play that if you had like a lull and work. I am morbidly right? curious about so, yes. how this will turn out, and I will probably log in to see it with my own eyes. I'm. I might. Yeah, I might log in to look at it and be like, "Ooh, ah," uh, and then log out and never return. Uh, there better be but, a resource pack that's just slightly better vanilla Minecraft textures. 
<laughs> so the remastered bits they <laughs> that like, I, I don't see i don't foresee there being a big controversy because it's like but... if it sucks like yeah i'll sit down on my computer at night after the kids go to bed i'll check it out if it sucks what am i gonna do go back to warframe go play planet side with the boys that sounds like a great time i'll play whatever you guys are playing like yeah, yeah it'll, it'll change who cares? Oh, i mean don't I'll worry it. it might be valheim oh, it might be valheim. I'll, I'll fucking try right i'll, I'm I'll playing give it a so shot. much apex huh I'm playing so much Apex. Well, not right now because they put they were like, "Here, have a new map," and then it was way too big and shitty. And then they were like, "Here, have a new season," and we were like, "Okay, this season works." And then they were like, "Okay, one more new season," and we were like, "Cool." And they were like, "On that big map, everybody hated." We put a new point of interest, and we were like, "Awesome, maybe that'll make it suck less." And then they were like, "It's gonna be here for six days. We're not letting it rotate." It rotated like once every hour and a half or whatever. What are they doing over like, there at Apex? We locked like, it to fuck? this map for the new season for six days. of, And we, we played. We played a lot. And we were like, yeah, this map still fucking sucks. Damn. <laughs> so we, we stopped doing that. But when the six days is up and it, it starts rotating, it'll probably be okay. But like. I So sorry. I, I got to give Apex a little bit of credit. Where it's probably the only modern battle royale that gives a shit, because like it's obviously the funnest one, right? Like all the other ones, like like Modern Warfare and Fortnite, like they're not fun anymore, right? Or they were yeah. never fun, right? But like Apex is still pretty fun. I don't play it anymore though. I used to though. Like Why? I get it. Um, well, mostly because I I don't use boring. Windows anymore and it doesn't True. run very good on my computer. <laughs> Um, no tucks, no you bucks. A as dedicated gaming machine, bro. Like I have a dedicated gaming machine. It runs Linux. No tucks, no bucks. I don't care. <laughs> it either yep. runs or it doesn't. <laughs> there you go. Hey, you know what? <laughs> we should start playing Plants vs. Zombies. Garden oh, Warfare yeah. 2. <laughs> oh, damn. So it's funny that you mentioned Plants vs. Zombies because, like, so so Destiny, she's in the chat right now. Right. Uh, so yeah. we started playing that game for the kids. And they absolutely loved it, right? Every minute of it. They would quote the game. And recently, my oldest son has been watching these weird, weird fucking Minecraft videos on YouTube because he knows how to use the remote now. So he doesn't know how to read, but he can use the remote. And he's been finding these weird fucking Minecraft videos that have no talking. They just have, like, fucking Plants vs. Zombies, like, audio bites, like, that play over, like, Minecraft Steve with a fucking Crazy Dave skin. And they... Like a bunch of like plans for zombies, fucking like sculptures, and it's fucking weird. But he gets right. the reference because he watched us play through Plants vs. Zombies, the original. Rip. Google's getting you. What getting. I heard is inundate children with crazy propaganda, a la the Simpsons join the Navy thing. What? No, zombies, you know, man. Plants versus yeah, zombies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said Allah is in like, you know, in the same same method. Like do you did you not see that Simpsons episode? I'm not familiar. No. No. So there was like a propaganda campaign where they were like sailors and they were singing a weird song and like what it didn't sound like actual language was it aqua but if you like, the navy song where they made fun of the navy but if you like reversed it or some shit it was like, yeah like join the navy oh, i don't know he man. died like well 
Ah. I guess that's uh, it for the show, everyone. Yeah, Kitty time. thanks for coming, Woo! everybody. Put them in my face. So this has been the Melon Mancy Anyways. podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he can too. Real quick, real quick, real quick. TLDR, 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 Victim is playing Cyberpunk 2077. He has shipped Best Girl Pan Am. You know, the bumping of the uglies is imminent. His stream is twitch.tv slash a victim of gaming. Victim, are you excited? Yeah, it should be fun. It's like video game sex scenes. What I'm there for. You can catch Rick Not also quite, known as but... Skuma Dealer on our Discord. Uh, but if you don't have a Discord account, don't fucking sign up for us because Discord is a scam. But we have one. If you've already fallen for the bait, uh, you know, discord.me slash melomancy. You can find me at shipposter.club slash Dylan. Sarge, what are you up to? Are you streaming lately? Should they follow you somewhere? Uh, you on. should follow me on my stream just because I'm going to get internet and I need like a billion things. You can find me on fucking TikTok at Sarge DeBarge, or you can find me on Twitter at Sarge DeBarge, and sometimes I even pop into Shit Poster Club, and I believe that is actually Sarge the Barge. And there, you'll see me every once in a while, and I'm probably saying stupid shit because it's a shit posting club. And if you're yeah. not doing that, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, half my posts are really stupid. So I mean, I get it, totally get it. You can find me at shitposter.club/dylon. That has been. The Melomancy Podcast, episode number 53. Can you believe we've made over 50 of these motherfuckers? That's just fucking crazy. Thank you, everybody, for coming to the stream, to the live stream. Appreciate it. Fucking excellent. Um, this will be available on podcast platforms everywhere. I, I fucking promise I'm going to figure out Fountain FM and Lightning Wallets and all that fucking crypt, weird crypto shit. Uh, I will probably talk about it in the next episode after I figure it out a little bit more. And I've had less to drink. And I'll tell you all fucking about it but yeah this has been an elements podcast episode number 53 my name is dylon thank you everybody this is the end of the recording thank you everybody